0: Noah, you trimmed your beard.
1: Yeah, I've been doing that That's pretty sa- frequently. That's sacrilege. I know. But it's getting really annoying under a mask.
2: That's fair. I do that. Guys, look, I got... Grapes. grapes. Graps! Yes. Yeah, I grapes.
0: You got graped in the mouth?
2: Probably. Wow, this really does look as corny as I thought it would. (laughs) That is the binder for the campaign. Sprawled out like a tome behind me. Why didn't you get a green or a purple binder? Because this was just in my closet. I'm
0: disappointed.
2: Alright. I have my
0: notebook. I have alcohol. Ready to go. Dry January is over.
2: Yep, that is all. Gaia. You did yes. it. Gaia.
1: You know, if we do a 10-year time skip, we can uh, be in the U.S. during Andrew Jackson. And that would be especially horrific and fun.
2: Also, the Game Master has decided to join the session.
1: Andrew Jackson would be a barbarian, because the dude probably single-handedly, like, with his fists, killed the most people out of any U.S. president. Like by himself, not order people to do it, not like did war or something. Dude was just shooting people, yeah, attacking direct, direct action. Yes. His inauguration night, he threw a party in the White House, and everybody got so wasted he had to sneak out a second-story window. And that's what I would do if I was ever elected president.
2: So you did your own party.
1: Uh, Everything, no, just uh... throw one that gets to the point where it's dangerous enough that I have to consider it.
2: Look at Chris with that haircut. Look I was gonna beard. say, did he get a haircut? Yeah,
3: it's hey, weird. The, uh, the, the guy put a fade on one side and fade on the side.
2: He's a faded one side and tapered the other.
4: Yeah. Interesting.
1: Are we recording?
5: Yeah. Yeah, this is gonna rely for our, our our audio listeners. It is it is always okay to? That's coming out.
4: Right.
5: That's
0: Here it. we go. That's coming out. this comment. That's not staying just... in.
2: <laughs> Thank
3: you, card. Can we stop redacting on things? I'm
2: just gonna cut it out. I'm just gonna... That's what I'm gonna do. Just easy enough. Is Chris also drinking veen? Get the Vino. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Only one glass, though. I ate too much today, so I don't have the calorie capacity for alcohol.
2: That sounds like fucking elf talk.
3: Right? Does not sound like uh, minotaur talk. I'm having a Mexican mule, so.
5: Mm.
2: I'm having
3: regular root beer.
2: Nice, man. That's fucking responsible of you. I just haven't Drink been sleeping
0: it. well recently, so. Mm. So I'm drinking root beer. <laughs> that didn't make you any sense. just haven't drank enough alcohol. That didn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, most root beer is not caffeinated. This is not caffeinated.
2: God, I've had my spoon in my pocket this whole time. Is it zero sugar?
0: No. What are you, a cop? Leave me alone. <laughs> are you
2: a cop? No. If you
0: no, sleep. there's plenty of sugar. It's fine. I have. If I can't sleep, I have the new
5: Pokemon game. I'll be fine. Yeah, is that good? It's it's yes. pretty good.
2: Yeah. It's really? Good. Yeah. It's it looks of
3: kind it. of terrible. Didn't I play a lot of it this weekend? It is. It
2: looks mad, but it's great. It is really good.
5: And there's definitely yeah. places to improve on it, but it's it's such a cool, different concept
2: for them that I like it.
3: That was Philly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they do Did it we go over
3: this while I wasn't here?
2: They do, in fact, have chicken and Philly. Confirmed. Yeah, I confirmed that they do have chicken and. Filly. I didn't
3: believe Noah
0: when he told me.
2: Except, uh, I'm so fish. confused
5: from the chicken chop.
2: Yeah, I got fish from the chicken place. It's good. Was it halibut. I don't even know if it was edible, but you had a chance
0: to put <laughs> it in my stomach you either way. <laughs>
1: You know if you went to the uh, Italian market you could buy a whole shark. It's a small shark. It's like this big.
0: Did you know if you went to but the shark, shark. if you went to the shark market, you could also buy a whole Italian? No, only a small Italian.
3: Yeah. Only a medium. It's like going there. to Costco.
0: Otherwise. Otherwise known as the Shark It. Where you get all your shark sharks and shark needs
1: sharks do like italians specifically sharks and shark
0: accessories oh i do have to mention this so (laughs) i mean it probably does not matter but um uh so now because of all the joe rogan shit uh spotify has started putting out disclaimers about like content and so when i was like editing one of the episodes today there was like a it was just disclaimer at the top a general disclaimer and we click on it, it it like has a list of all like the like, these are the things that, like, you can't do and can't say. And so one of them was, like, one of them I just saw listening, like, uh, harassing. Can't say the name, Abby Shapiro. <laughs> it was harassing specific <laughs> people. And I was like, all right, hey, Noah, you gotta, you gotta, the jig is up.
2: That doesn't
1: qualify for the legal definition of harassment. Because you don't have any not... fans.
2: And we're not sending her anything. That's true.
0: The only reason they're doing this is because Joe Rogan was literally like, Don't trust doctors, trust me instead. I do drugs. Slanders
1: Rogan. Glad I never hopped on that.
0: I'm starting to think nobody has watched Attack on Titan yet, and it's kind of making me sad.
5: I haven't finished No. It. I prefer not to be depressed anymore.
3: I watched <laughs> 1 and 2. That's fair. We all prefer that, but sometimes we just can't help it
1: like my cartoons infused with american cynicism
0: uh you should watch attack on titan then i know the last two seasons are like oh anyway sponsor us right, here we go we get sponsored by a show <laughs> oh i was talking about
1: attack on titan but maybe joe
0: That's what I'm saying. By a show. He said a show. I don't want to get sponsored by Joe Rogan.
2: I thought that's where you were going. No. The campaign ends if Joe Rogan sponsors us. (laughs) That's that's fair. Ninja's ready. Last time. (laughs) What if he just spoke in that voice for the whole show? Last time. This is Ninja. I don't do anything but shit on the floor when my owner's in Philly, and climb in the most inopportune spot of my desk ever. He disapproves of Philly. I mean, I disapprove of Philly. Damn. How dare you?
5: Welcome into was... our
2: home. I didn't say your home. Your home is not representative. In your representative home, representative of Philadelphia.
1: In Philly, you piece of Philly's story. my favorite city, and I'm still
2: disapproving of it, so it makes sense. Fair. Exactly, I liked it. I just still disapprove of it.
5: I'm just going to disagree with everything Chad says. He's got
2: Chad do to Chet himself it. as the DM. I'm going to fill up this glass, and then do you guys want to see if we make it to prom tonight?
1: Prom, prom, sure prom.
2: I'm sure the goal. for our future audience, they would
0: love for us to actually do something this episode, yes. <laughs> do what? To
2: <laughs> so actually do something, instead of just talking to... Oh, yeah. Uh, we don't have a last episode, so my notes are rocky. Oh. Oh, uh, yeah, that one's on me. Sorry, I, I've, I've been preparing Oh, no, that reviews. wasn't a dig, but I was just like, I don't remember these names, so I'm just gonna make them up. I'll try but to help as much I, as I can. I was able to condense... No, you need to get that job. Don't worry about this.
0: I would love to have a job. Be fantastic. You
2: want my job? Jobs overrated.
0: Uh, I I don't want your job, but that's why I want this job. Because <laughs> if you I sure don't, you don't, I don't get this
2: job, then I might have to get Jed's job. I don't know. All right, I'm gonna get think... some more wine because John has showed me the light that is the black box.
3: Black box isn't think... that great.
0: Okay. Wine gives me the worst hangovers. Sugar T
3: Oh yeah, actually it does, but
2: mm.
3: it used to be my thing, like D United, so it was just like a bottle of <laughs> He
2: he talked shit on black box. You kick him out of the chat. Yeah, I disconnected him. Guess it just
3: <laughs> disconnect me.
2: <laughs> talked shit on black black box. That's like our sponsor <laughs> from here on out
5: the night nighthawk
3: nighthawk is i would say one step up from black i didn't box. say i said black box was okay or did i say it's bad you said black box sucks <laughs> okay well it's it's
2: okay <laughs> we have the read receipts we have the talk we have the My honest receipts. opinion is it's just okay it so, is yeah, just that's my
5: okay. it's okay it for it's price
3: okay. it's good like you get like four bottles for twenty dollars I need, my, I need my cabs.
2: That's what I think I have.
3: Yeah, they have a nice
2: cab, set. I like me some cabby-savvy. Cabby-savvy? Cabby-savvy. For the session right. has
3: started, my glass of wine is done, and I'm sad. Do you guys uh, drink at room temperature?
0: Reds, yes. Yeah, for red wine, yeah. I think that's part of my problem. is that I don't like room temperature drinks.
2: You also live in fucking Florida. You're right. Yeah, so room temperature I, I, in Florida would, is like 80. I would definitely like a chilled <laughs> beverage if I lived your fucking existence. I hate living in Florida.
0: What other drinks
2: are adequate room temperature other than water?
1: Sunny D? Ew. I can't, I can't I think mean, of any
0: other. Tea, when was the last time you drank straight mixer? Oh yeah, I don't drink
1: tea. I forgot tea was the thing.
5: Tea is the only I can, I can think of. Water. Coffee. I like I like really cold water where it like hurts your teeth a little bit.
0: Oh, I love cold water. But what I meant is you you can drink at room temperature. There's it's this
2: fucking beer distributor out near between Leidersburg and and Hanna, and Hagerstown. Oh, you're gonna get shot there. <laughs> but well the Leitersburg movie theater and yeah I, I yeah I know um but they have had this sign up for the last like 20 years and it says beer so cold it'll hurt your teeth and yeah, every I time that. i see it i'm just like fuck you guys i don't want that i want to keep avoiding going to the dentist you should go to the dentist right, i'm going go to grab some wine dentist. Fill up you your know, cup break. Bio break. I just
3: purchased an STL file of Gardor. I'm gonna print them later. I got an uh, NFT of Paris. I was gonna there.
0: say do an NFT of Gardor. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then when our podcast fucking blows up, I can sell that shit for thousands. Yeah.
1: Or you can just commission an art
0: print. I I watched that video Noah sent and I still don't understand yeah. what an NFT is. I'm not, I don't even. I'm not. I'm not. People put
3: artificial value on a picture.
0: I. I uh, on. I, uh, I know Bitcoin, what it is. On,
1: on a blockchain receipt of a picture, which is a way of storing any any basic kind of information. It doesn't have to be a picture. it Could be a GIF. Um People want to put like their fucking uh, hospital records and bank accounts on the blockchain because it's supposed to be anonymous. And it's really a horrible,
3: in my opinion. I, well, I don't think mean, the video well, mentions anything about laundering, but that's what I think they're for, is for laundering money. Oh, it, it's absolutely also
1: for laundering money. I mean, most I art, art in yeah. general is for laundering money, because, like, you can't put a value on art, so it's just rich people saying, like, oh, I'll give you $5 million for that. No, they're just laundering money. That's what art is. But yeah, this is a new way to launder money. Also, it's a pyramid scheme.
2: We're talking about NFTs?
0: Of
3: course. Yes.
2: Todd's too, too, right, Todd. too stupid to understand them. What? All right, Todd, mm-hmm. drop that copyrighted music. Let's get this rolling. Okay. Oh, is that where I put the theme song? I guess.
0: <laughs> All right, everyone <laughs> wait like three seconds and be silent, and then after that, everyone talk about how cool our new theme music is.
2: man todd we're getting taken down real quick yeah i know but it was super cool for this
0: one episode right it really was man thanks for participating i love thanks
1: i love thanks for the memories follow boy is pretty good oh man
5: i I think the jazz ensemble was a bold choice but sometimes you have to make decisions
2: like that
0: i mean a nine minute guitar solo is warranted that's all i have to say
2: yeah that's fair i can't believe you got leonard skinner to like our podcast Oh, you recognize them? <laughs> they were a little... They were a small known... They're the... They're Local, the locally known artist. They're the
0: 0.1% of our Norwegian audience. Are they? No.
3: <laughs> that's ABBA. They could be, though.
0: could <laughs> be. Actually, if we got Ava to do our theme song, they would
5: be lit. If we get Ava that's... I'm done with life. I'm happy.
0: I would pay. I
1: think
4: it's
2: opening money for ABBA. Now... The moment we've all been waiting for. I'm gonna put the top coat on my nails as I summarize. Let's go. Last time... On the Infernal Isles. I really don't know specifically what everyone did in Dublin, but I have, like... Some ideas. Uh, The party investigated the local Boros Legion outpost to find that it was understaffed. And... Requests and orders and such have gone long, um, long abandoned. The head paladin, a goblin by the name of Bargris, um, doesn't seem too concerned. He seems more concerned about his retirement. But uh, was able to provide the party with some um, formal invitations to... The Aristo Spring Gala, the event of the season that the party has taken an interest in. In their adventures in Dublin, they discovered a a burglary um, had taken place in the academic stretch at the Divination Academy. um, Where apparently a tablet, some sort of artifact... Um, has gone missing, which was under magical lock and key. You guys sort of discussed... Oh, you were granted a suite above the Boros outpost that you guys could uh, reside in for the time being in London. Gardor, you were given a sealed envelope from uh, uh It seemed that he referenced that this was a more outstanding request the outpost had received while also mentioning to you that the last out, the last legionnaire to respond to any uh, orders or request at the outpost had gone missing about a month prior uh, while investigating one of the fringes um, the sort of areas that occur between the major districts of Dublin. that he went missing down below the Gleaming Glade. Um, additionally, uh, he requested, due to his looming retirement, that if you four attended the gala to keep the Legion in a good light. Um several days i believe about uh three to four days now remain uh before the gala this coming weekend and the city is yours though we will open with i believe varus and willow yeah you guys taking some time in your day to explore the city and travel to the gleaming glade district of the city um, a very sprawling district, characterized by the presence of nature and civilization, uh, finding a healthy and aesthetic balance with each other. Long seas of ivy spreading over many of the buildings, opening up to designated Orchards. And great fields. And communal gardens. And such. Um, You were taking in the sights. When Varys. You felt a tug. um, On the back of your garment. To find a wizened. Old. Elven woman. Garments shabby. An air of just. Unkeptness about her. um, Eyes. Long grey with cataracts staring at you in just amazement. As she says Garrick Garrick Gallandel The Prophet has returned, his tears begin pulling at the corners of her eyes. And that's where we'll open.
1: Okay, uh just a reminder, Varys you were just Vibing around—that was your rule, right? And I was eventually going to go head to the the gardens or whatever. Bothiel said, "Um,
4: yeah, Paris
1: was just kind of aimlessly wandering, and I was just walking with you." Um,
2: uh, what are you right now, Willow? For reference? I'm a
1: half elven lady that I saw that I put on to buy the dress. They're very pretty elf lady, half elven
2: But, uh, yeah, this woman's attention seems fixated on you, Varys. Um, you recognize the name that she uses as your father's. Um, though, as she grabs, she kind of grips your tunic, staring at you admirably. Um, her, her expression turns from that of... Bliss to slight confusion Do I
5: recognize her at all?
2: No. You have never seen this elven woman in her life.
5: How many names do you have, dude?
1: That's
5: not me. Hold on. Yeah, I you it was...
2: Shut up. She, she kind of backs up. Let's go of your tunic. You You have the light of the fury on you. But you are not him. I think
5: Varys is going to very gently talk to this woman. Um, That is my father's name. How do you.
2: Who are you that you know of my family? She. Her previous look of just confusion begins to. She smiles a little bit and she says you are one of the sons of the prophet. Is that what you mean?
5: I'm the son of my father, Garrick Calendel. I do not know
2: him by the name prophet, but the prophet of the fury of Dune. You've returned where your father has fallen. She's getting like animated. Yeah. She's like you're what you're watching as she continues to just spout this stuff out and people are starting to kind of give you guys a wide berth as this very filthy woman is starting to just very passionately converse with you
5: elder one do, could you is there some place we could go to talk about this in private i have so many questions
2: She. can you give me a just a persuasion
5: does private exclude me? No. Uh-huh. Just out of the out of the public domain. Oh. No, Varys is very. Um, if anything, he wants someone else there to. He doesn't, a hundred percent trust, his memory at the moment. So he wants someone else there as kind of a, a witness or a second record. Okay. Um. I'm getting that persuasion. You said.
3: Yep. What am I, a notary?
5: Wow, Roto is being slow.
2: (laughs) Five. Okay. So she... She does take your hand. And Willow, if you're following, uh, you two are sort of pulled off the beaten path uh, between buildings nearby and you're led down some alleys that kind of make you question like should we be here though much of it is overgrown and you're eventually brought to more or less a uh, a shelter constructed of debris and some of the natural elements of the district and she disappears behind a veil of lichens hanging over the entrance to the shelter.
5: Did she motion for us to follow her or just? Yeah, in? yeah.
2: Under the impre- oh, This is all under the impression that she's seeking somewhere private for you.
5: Okay, yeah, I'm going to look kind of unsure back at Willow and then part the curtain and walk in.
2: It's more you're more Ducking into a very small enclosed Space sort of like think like those Clubhouses you would have as like a kid Like just like weird Random spots that you and Friends would hang out but it's rather filthy Lots of just Trash and bits and bobbles And uh, she Motions to some cushions On the floor of this
5: Yeah And take a a cross-legged before.
2: And she continues, she offers you guys clay cups of very, like, brown water. Just doesn't smell like the most sanitary, but she turns her eyes to you, Varys. She says, she goes on to explain how she was a confidant of the Prophet of Fury. And she simply asks you, have you returned to finish the prophet's business?
5: I've had my memory affected, and I don't remember what the purpose was, but I do know that I've been drawn here for a reason. So if you could help me find out what that purpose is, I'd be very, very grateful.
2: She very passionately just begins spilling out this very this woman seems just unwell make let there be a precedent that she continues and she talks about the the grand dream of the prophet and their lord thares who you the party has encountered that name he's one of the betrayer gods of the realm largely associated with the abyss where he's said to be call his home what's his name Theres Dune but she goes on and almost talks in circles just about this great dream being realized of the world being reborn in the fury's light and she it's very it's it's hard it's very hard to really grasp cuz you you're just the bab- these are definitely the babblings of a mad woman yeah just I think I, um Varys is just going to
5: try to play along to get more information out of this woman. Because um, I think if... He's going to try and... Yeah. Without explaining the reasoning. Um, yep. Yes, of course. Ah, The name there is Dune. Yes, it's coming back. What? I'm, I'm still... I don't remember... What is the fury? What 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 was I? Was I a
2: Fury? Um so she goes on to roughly explain, though just some of your readings start to come back. The Fury is a shortened title of the elemental fury, which is an informal name for Theras Dune. As without going into the full lore of gods. I'm just checking one thing. The. And she goes on to say. You must be. One of. The prophets lost sons. That we were hoping for when the prophet fell and the great house as she starts to talk her eyes get wider and wider and she starts frantically (laughs) clutching at her throat her eyes rolling back her mouth is agape, and you can kind of see in the dim light, especially with your dark vision, it looks like her tongue has sealed to the top of the roof of her mouth, and um, she's I, seizing I, in front of you.
5: Can I try and cut it away. Like, is it, does it look like it's magically sealed, or she's having a seizure?
2: She's, it, for all intents and purposes, this woman's just starting to seize in front of you, frothing at the mouth, as she began to answer your questions. God damn it! If this were a curse, I would be so mad.
4: Shit, I have this.
1: Um,
0: ah. Uh... All feeling guard just playing go fish right now? In the,
3: We're getting
2: ready for our adventure.
3: Shit, I don't have. That's what I said. Isn't wow. it?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so is
2: this, actually, as she starts seizing. I am happy to hard cut for a couple scenes while you guys maybe try to figure out what you're gonna do. <laughs> Punk. The uh, Baltheo and Gardor. Gardor, if you can hear me still. I'm here. Uh, you two. Uh, keep give mind. Uh, just for reference, this is a. It's a rather beautiful day, early spring, kind of brisk, but. Very few clouds, sun streaming down. You guys find yourself actually in the Craftsman's Corner district of the city? Yes. Um, Possibly on the lead of your balloon taxis recommendation or the individuals, Baldfield, you spoke with at the Siren Song Inn. Uh, You're just more or less exploring, just seeing the sights um. maybe just you and Gardor's interest in the creation and manufacturing of such things, you guys just find things to do. Well, that the was exciting. The district is yours. Did we just get
3: off of the... Uh... Air balloon.
2: Yep, though Brack Goldmane was not your pilot this afternoon. Uh, you did just the part, and it seems a bit busier than some of the other districts. Um, people almost auctioning wares on the street corners as well as very oh there's a fucking stink bug on my mic hello (laughs) sorry um yeah i was just like what is moving like an inch from my face anyway a very populated tidy district of the city is yours did we want to yeah, explore? I was going
3: to tell uh, Goldman that I was going to visit his daddy's shop.
0: We still can, though.
3: We just wait around for the balloons until we find Goldman.
0: Maybe I can challenge them to a building competition <laughs> and win some prize.
3: I mean, that's one thing I wanted to.
0: Yeah, we can definitely Let's go. See, it was his game. workshop. We should. we um, need to go
3: anywhere else first?
0: Well uh, we don't need to, but the want to. that one guy that Goldmane mentioned named Ark and Vice No, that wasn't Goldmane who mentioned that. That was the people in the tavern. They mentioned to me Ark and Vice um saying that he might be able to give us passage to elsewhere in Ireland so that we don't have to, you know, walk
3: there. Or take a cart. Maybe we should find him first just in case it takes longer than uh than expected. Yeah,
0: I just, I don't know where to find him, they just said he was in the craftsman <laughs> oh. corner. Uh, so maybe we should go to the forge place first and see if they know this guy, because apparently he just kind of apparently he just kind of is, like, in charge of airship captains. Gardor found a, ra- a stray dog. Yeah, so I think we should let's, let's just do your thing first, let's go to the forge and
3: look around me, well, what, what kind of, what kind of people, like, uh, race.
2: Do I, see, do, I see, do I see elves? Do I see so, humans? In this di- the bulk of what you've seen in Dublin is largely human and half elf with a spattering of other races. In this district in particular you are noticing a, m- a larger presence of dwarves and and uh, dwarves goblins and gnomes goblins. thinks
3: he's just like, he's not surprised by the gnomes and doors, but he feels a little taken by surprise at all the goblins he sees. But, uh... I... I don't know. First off, I try to find if there's like just like road signs or something I could follow, or maybe I can see the giant forge in the distance of, uh,
2: yeah so you you guys were given loose Stray dog got away like a loose address as to where you can find the I believe we called it the golden Forge workshop owned by the gold mains um you do see some you see a post that more or less directs you to the district center. You've ascertained is a bit of the nexus between them. Uh The, the craftsman center, especially seeing it from above and approaching it by balloon, is. It's sort of constructed like a wheel with the nexus in the center and main roads leading off like the spokes of a wheel to an outer ring. So, um. You believe if you get to the nexus, the center of the district, you could find your way to the address that was provided to you. Yep, sounds good. enough. Walking, walking, walking. Walking, walking, walking. You guys just pass a lot of neat, just very neat stores and open air displays of crafting and the various art forms and such and fucking... Okay, the stink bug did not fly into my wine, so we're good. We did it. We did it. Campaign solved. Right. But, um, you just you begin making your way uh, down towards the Nexus. As we jump back over to the gleaming glade, uh, this woman's beginning to seize at your feet and falling to the ground, Willow and Varys.
5: Paris is going to quickly cast a Detect Magic
2: and see if this is
5: a magical thing or if she has a medical condition.
2: You can see sort of like within her body, around her mouth, uh, you can see the golden glow of enchantment magic. Um, which enchantment being the school of such things as curses and augmentations and such. Um,
5: and so is this, am I able to tell if this is, if it's like being actively cast on her or if it's older? Do I have any idea?
2: Detect magic has its limitations in simply showing okay. you the the aura and the nature of the aura
5: so well, I guess my question would be there's no other magic that I detect within 30 30 feet around me
2: um me obviously the equipment of you and your companion mm-hmm. uh I don't
1: have the spell magic so this
2: is there is tricky <laughs> You can see an aura just kind of under the debris, some of the debris, a very small, like, blip on your radar. Okay. Uh, by
5: the school, or is it just, like, that there's a thing there?
2: You know there is something enchanted, or something containing innate magic beneath some of the debris, and just various blankets and furs. ready. Okay. Shit. That was my idea.
5: I'm going to go look for that while Willow does uh, his thing.
1: Did you tell me that there was magic?
5: Yeah, sorry. I share the results of the spell, that there is um, a chant of magic, so more likely a curse is placed upon her if she talked about this.
1: Shit, I don't have anything that will break curses, but I will try something that's definitely not going to work, but I have a daily use of it, and I never use it anyway. So I'm going to try it. I'm going to... Cast command, and I'm just gonna tell her to breathe.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, she she will fail. Um. Can you give me?
5: Uh, I last... she, she will, will fail. Thing, but but can
2: this. you give me a just like a spell roll that we do? So like twenty yeah. plus your charisma modifier. I really want Noah to be like, I don't think this is gonna work, but I cast Fireball. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. All right. That's a twelve. So. It's not a good roll. It's not a great roll. Boom! There's our new party member. Nice. Thank bug think bug. I haven't seen them in a while.
1: Brown marmorated stink bug. I've seen a few.
2: So your spell, you feel it connect. And she begins to heavy breathing for about 6 seconds. And then she she settles. And you can sort of just see a dewy expression just kind of fall on her face, and she looks up at you. I'm about decimals, Varys and Willow, <laughs> and she says, "Hello, dearies. What a what are you doing here?"
1: Oh, I think she's gone.
5: We were talking about my father. Do um, you not remember
2: that? Uh, who, who, who are you? Who is your father?
5: Just for me, this accent was not here before, right?
2: No. Okay. Um, Eric.
5: That's all I'm going to say about it.
2: Eric, That's... That's a lovely name. Thank you. I'm Thalassa. Thalassa. Oh, yes. Thalassa Raptor. Uh, <coughs> I'm Thalassa. But, uh... She kind of looks around. I, well, I see you've already helped yourself to some refreshments, but, uh... Um... I must have... I must have had a moment, but uh I, I, I don't know why you're here in my home.
5: Oh, um, I said this is to you, Jed. Um, while Willow was doing his thing, I was going through her stuff to look for that item. Did I find it? Um,
2: it looks like a potion. Like a uh It looks like a standard healing potion. It has the tricky mix. Healing elixir label on it.
1: Could have just poured that in her mouth.
2: Well, she her tongue was sealing, so it wouldn't have helped anyway. Yeah.
5: Uh, she doesn't um, seem
2: bothered that you're holding it. Here she's choking. She Some more say, things I'm, down her
5: throat. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just gonna put it I'm gonna put it back down. Um, yeah, you, you um, scared us there for a little bit. We were worried about you. Oh well. If you're okay now, I think we'll we'll
2: probably be
3: on our way. Of course. Oh.
2: Well, and on she, she genuinely looks around for a moment. Well, thank thank you for not robbing me.
5: Oh, we'd never think about it. Um, if you happen to remember anything else, um, about. Eric um ask for the Therial, local in, and um I'll come meet you
2: okay Look for a little a, one gold coin
5: you trouble
2: uh she seems quite grateful um for narrative sense do you give her the name of the siren song In oh actually I guess you got. You guys are technically staying at the Boris Legion at this moment. Wherever we oh. are, that's okay. Where I just, go. You just let her know that she can ask for you there, and the name you gave was Ethereal.
5: Of Ethereal. The that's the kind of pseudonym that Varys travels under when he doesn't want to attract attention. Of oh, Ethereal.
2: Okay. Yeah. Um. She seems grateful for the gold coin, and she actually takes a sip. She says, I'm feeling a bit lightheaded, so, and she takes a sip from the health potion that you've unearthed. That doesn't seem very, any more forth- forthcoming with anything. Just
5: walk out and wait for Varys. Um. This final metagame, Jed. Did uh, no one, Todd ever tell me about the elf that they saw? Or the elf ish figure that resembled me in. In hell, Sir Ralph.
1: I I think I remember telling Ordor. I think we might have at one point, like on the boat, out of pity because he just went through some shit. But then again, we might not, and those are episodes we could check.
2: I think you guys got to some place of like you're all in this together, no secrets. I'm pretty sure we told you.
1: Probably Manchester, actually.
2: No, it was
0: definitely not, like after the boat situation. Well, no, it was at Manchester. You're right. Yeah,
2: it was then. Yeah, there was definitely a moment where I think you all you guys all got on board. Okay.
5: And um, had we locked down an identity for that figure yet?
1: It just looks like you, and his name's Sirav. Right,
5: Sirav. Right. I know that,
1: right? Yeah, I know that. Like, do you think that abyssal thing is you? But giant and evil and scary?
5: I think I may... Some part of me may be derived from him is what I'm concerned. Hmm. Like spores? If if this woman... If this woman saw the light of this being upon me, I'm worried that I am at the very least some form of descendant. At the worst, some avatar or... Reincarnation is, is kind of
1: my nightmare at the moment. Well, it looks like we at least have to do rebirth. Um, though reanimation wouldn't make this uh, reincarnation wouldn't make sense because it's existing at the same time as you, unless uh, both you and I were also sent back in time
5: as well as to hell. I have no idea, but it's not great. Whatever the outcome, I'll I'll
1: add it to the docket of. Questions I have for AWA. Thank you. She said, um, there is Dune,
2: right? There, there is Dune. Dune. Here, I'll put that in. Uh, this is for meta gaming knowledge. This is a. I forget what pantheon. I, for.
1: He said Abyssal. I don't know if that's what you mean. That was the reason yeah. I thought
5: of Hell because he uh, said it was Abyssal.
2: But yeah, you guys depart from the the crazy elven, and you guys recognize that this was a full-blooded elf. Yes. Just potentially falling on hard times.
5: That was why Ferris' was a little reverent. Not as computational as usual.
2: Okay. um, Before I jump back to the Craftsman Quarter, is there anything you guys want to do? Um, in the blimp, did I see... I, I saw trees,
1: but was it like part of an, an arboretum?
2: Is that like a smaller forest? Is like
1: cultivated or man-made forests of um, a bunch of different trees from different locations?
2: No, but it's more like a... Uh, you can see, especially here in the Gleaming Glade, which is closer to the outskirts of the city limits of Dublin... Uh, a great forest expands out, oh, like to the horizon, um, around the city. So this is more like man-made coalescing in nature here in the Gleaming Glade. So there's like pockets of undisturbed forest. Um, How close is the nearest one? A couple blocks, based on the bearings that you gathered from above.
1: Hell yeah. Want to come with me to the woods?
5: I would love to. Yeah, I could use a chance to clear my mind and think over some things.
1: I'm making a nice bench.
2: I would love a good bench, Willow. We cut. You guys, um... Baltheo Gardor, you have found the nexus. You've begun the journey, and in the distance, you can see, um... The rather sprawling structure that is the the Golden Forge workshop residing between the large buildings of this street is a marble building with pillars and such. Um, Probably the most interesting thing, though, is the entrance is accented with streams of what looks like flowing metal. So almost like lava sort of spilling and starting from the top, sliding down the facade of the building and spilling out on each side of an archway that marks the entrance to it. In common, you can see a elaborately designed sign that says the golden forge workshop is
3: a lot just kind of like free flowing or is there like anything like protecting it from like anyone touching it
2: you could touch it if you wanted to it it does collect in sort of um I want to maybe call them like braziers of golden metal They sort of pull there, but they they don't seem to overfill.
3: I just wanted to know. Brodor has no interest in burning his hand off. Um, Well, we made it, Belthion. You um, want to go in? Yes. I don't even know what to kind of do here, but uh, I just know I wanted to come here. Well, last time we were at a forge, you got some pretty
0: neat armor, so... (laughs) Maybe, I mean, you're not wrong. Maybe if the, the DM is a r- really big masochist, they <laughs> might want to give you a higher AC. <laughs> I
3: stroll into the Golden Forge workshop.
2: So. It is dimly lit um, predominantly by the light of multiple forges, um, glowing just on this level, you can see a sort of spiral staircase that leads up to higher higher levels. There is a sort of cacophony of the pounding of hammers, the the breath of bellows, the um, multiple, or the staccato sort of ring of dwarf curses just from the various members of this, uh, what you assume to be a clan, as many of these dwarves all share the sort of light-blonde, sandy uh, hair and facial hair features that you experience with Brack. A, uh, a dwarvish woman in a counter actually, uh, calls out to you two as you enter, um, (laughs) Hi, welcome. Welcome to the Golden
0: Forge. What uh, what brings you to us today? Uh, as we're approaching the counter, I just very quietly say to Gardor, like, remember, Brack didn't want us to mention that he sent us here.
3: Gardor's very preoccupied at everything going on around him at the moment. He's like, oh, what, what? Oh, oh, Brackton, that's that's right. Make up a reason. Uh, <laughs> we're like, oh, uh, honestly. I am talking to the Dwarven woman now. Uh, nothing in particular. I'm more fascinated by the workshop and just wanted to get a good look of it myself. I got a got word from a balloonist, for I think lack of better terms, unless that's correct, that uh, this was the place to be. And I'm just like kind of looking around and like all at all the all the work going on.
2: Yeah, it based on things you've encountered as well, uh you as well, Ballfield. This is a very sophisticated operation. Like they're do, they're they're making some good shit here. Um, she's, she she kind of looks at you, a, a balloonist.
3: Yeah, yeah. Seems uh, his last name is Goldman. Forget his first name. My memory's uh. Ballfield
0: oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bald old face palms. Literally, um, I, I'm honestly
0: standing right behind Gardor, I
2: Just, I'm just ugh. for a brief moment. Gardor's distracted. Gardor, um, you're distracted. You don't hear the metal clink of your companion facepalming behind you. But uh, the woman, um, her golden hair kind of braided, um, very long but kept away from her face. Obviously, as a craftsman, she she just looks at you. She says, "Brack." huh I never thought he would speak highly of this place, but yeah, yeah this this really is the place to be um were you looking for anything today or just uh window shopping or
3: uh not looking for anything but do you guys sell stuff on
2: premise or is this custom work or we. We do take commissions, um, commissions for work, however, and she, she sort of looks at you, Gardor, and you see her eyes sort of just wander over your attire, um, taking in the craftsmanship of your armor, and her eyes come to rest on, uh, Lightbringer on your belt, and she says, I see you favor, uh, the happier or the Heavier, the less elegant arms.
3: I need something to match my bullish nature.
2: (laughs) She she does chuckle a little bit. Well, she says um hey Eyeless and she shouts over to a um, a younger dwarvish boy. He honestly, he looks the height of like a human uh, like middle school or preteen but you can just see like that gross first beard that we all had, that gross first facial hair mm-hmm. that we all go through on his face. Shut up, John. We get it. You had a beard when I you were born.
3: for d not trauma, not PTSD.
2: Um, she says, watch the door. And she says, I want to, I want to introduce you to my grandfather. He, he, he might, you.
3: I'm like, oh, okay.
2: He might have something that might interest you and uh if you oblige um she would begin to lead you up the spiral staircase to a the second level of this workshop um also especially from this point of view you begin to see that the uh the melting metal that seemed to accent the the front of this workshop you start to see as you look around the space you can see channels of it flowing um what you originally took as the light of multiple forges is also accented by this uh, um free-flowing metal liquid metal um orange hot glowing sort of running through channels throughout spilling into forges filling into a uh, um molds some of the individuals are um simply crafting that way but uh you're brought to a very old dwarf um bald bald but with the rather long side side hair that sort of spills down into an even greater beard that you can see is singed in multiple paces and a set of goggles on his head as he's inspecting um, a bit of work. And as you approach, he says. Brazia, uh, who are these? Who are these folks? And they discuss for a quick moment, um, she introduces you as potential customers, and she references uh, the Legionnaire. He he has a a very fine mace that sort of reminded you of reminded me of that piece that uh, you've been having some trouble parting with. And uh, he turns his eyes to you. One of them magnified incredibly by the goggles. The other looking at you. Um, Very Samos from Jack and Daxter kind of aesthetic. And he says... What, uh... Legionnaire, what, uh... What brought you here? You and your... Your companion. Uh
3: as I was telling um what did you say her name was Braja? like I'm I don't think she ever actually introduced us
2: she to... did not introduce herself but yeah um, um
3: yeah so I'm like speaking off of like what he said so I'm just i I'm just like yeah well uh, Braja, if that's correct so uh, just kind of led us back here after I told her that we were just browsing around after getting word from uh brack Goldmane, to. Come,
2: come visit the porch at the mention of Brack the the young woman and the old dwarf just share a look and look at you and he kind of says the same thing I, I uh, I'm actually quite surprised to hear that Brack is pointing uh, potential clientele our way but why that makes, that makes two
3: of you
0: What'd you say, Ballfield? Uh, I said, why? I mean, we, already, we already brought him up, so... I can't... Can't well, hear why.
2: <laughs> well, uh... As you can see... As the... The Master Craftsman... Sort of... Puts down his, his instruments and... Sort of walks over to... The railing overlooking... The level down below... He says, This... This shop. This is the work of many generations of the goldman family, and one that is very proud of our legacy, and we don't often have deviators uh, from our line of work. And brack made it made his decisions uh, in his profession and I hope one day he'll return uh, to the workshop but he is a man he is capable of sculpting his own destiny so but it uh, it warms my heart a bit to know that he does speak fondly of us we it has been quite a bit. But but anyway, anyway. As he sort of... Starts to get lost in some emotion. He brings himself back, and he turns. The... The piece that... My granddaughter is mentioning. Sort of wanders over to some shelves and... Pulls off a long... Pulls out a rather long box, narrow... Um, and brings it over to the workbench near you two. Um, he opens it. You see that it's containing some velvet fabric. And he peels it back, and it reveals a rather... A rather simple-looking mace. Though it is accented with, um, obviously the heavy head... Some spikes. Um. Probably the most interesting thing is. Um. Mounted on the head of the mace. Is the form. Of a spiked golden sun. And. As he's peeling back this fabric. You can see a. dull light. Is emanating from this mace. And he says. Um. This was, uh, this was a piece commissioned, uh, many decades ago that, um, for better or worse, was never, never retrieved. And he, taking notice to your, um, light bringer, my, my granddaughter has an eye for, um, what may interest you. So, um, this is an enchanted piece. It, uh, it, um, hurts a bit more. It's, it's imbued with, um, light from a temple nearby. Um, the priest of Pelor have blessed this piece, and it, uh, you might find that it's a bit more effective against the undead, and, uh, Fiendish creatures. I'm confused. Are you are you offering it to me or? I have had I am offering to sell it. Okay. Um we have kept this on standby, <clears throat> but it's been many, many decades since the requester we've had any word <clears throat> from them, so it is uh We've held it in good faith, but obviously if there is interest, who am I to object to a, uh, a transaction?
3: Well, it's a beautiful mace, and being a follower of Paylor myself, I can't uh, deny, deny its glory. Do you remember um, the requester, the customer who um, commissioned this?
2: Well, well, actually, they remind me a bit of yourself. Um, They were a minotaur. as yourself. Um, They gave... They gave a name. (sighs) As I drop my NPC... (laughs) can I
3: roll a something uh, like a history or maybe to try and recall like if my past ancestors kind of wanted to use the same weaponry as I did
2: so actually you don't need to do that because the individual it was a great, imposing minotaur, and I can't remember his, his 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 first name, but he he said he came from Scotland. He some clan, um, it's Grov Grand, the Grov clan. His eyes light up. Aye. I, I, the rule, clan.
3: i do, like, a small bow, and, and just, like, guard girl at your service.
2: Ooh. And he... He actually lets out a sigh, and he says, you know, um, am you are as you say. I don't know if the man that acquisitioned this will ever return but if you are of his clan then i guess this is your your order um i would feel what? much better i would feel much better selling it to you than some stranger as it sounds like it sounds as if this individual won't be returning for it
3: and what was the price of this commission
2: so they did, um, they were able to afford half of the price up front, um, that obviously has long been spent So at this time, I'd likely be looking to part for about, uh, 15 to 20,000 gold, 100, 100 gold, not thousand, sorry.
3: Starts nodding his head. He's like, uh huh, uh-huh. Starts praying to Paylor. He's like, hey, hey, bro, you got fifteen thousand gold I can have. Fifteen hundred to, <laughs> to twenty twenty hundred
2: gold. Two thousand. Hey, boss. <laughs> well, he actually he sees you sorta. Actually, go go ahead. Go ahead and talk to Ballfield. You said you don't
3: need money, Found right? Twenty thousand gold. <laughs> it's not twenty. He, he, you you misheard him. <laughs>
0: okay. All right. All right.
3: It's just just yeah, We said we're fifteen hundred. Yeah. We're, yeah.
0: Why we can I can I can. I can this, do that. this is
3: a family. Family. family yeah. Yeah yeah,
0: yeah. 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 I can do. That. I can do that. A new it's family. Air so, I can do that. Just keep it. I, the, can, uh, I can't go two thousand though. The individual. I've, I've he, got eight hundred.
2: He hears you. He hears your discussion. Actually, yeah, he definitely hears your discussion. And it says, "Um, uh, Legionnaire, growl. If yes, if you were to purchase this piece, would you have any interest in your your current weapon? Um, it it seems a bit an antiquity that." i would like to um i've i've taken an interest in, if the price is a bit steep um a, a trade um with 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 some gold as well could be arranged well this mace is
3: uh, I, I pull out the mace and i look at it like, it's awfully sentimental to me. A woman whose spirit I saved in the sewers of London. Terrible story, I won't go into the details. But, do we have a picture of this, uh, did you ever give me a picture of the weapon? The new weapon? No, the old one, the uh, Lightbringer.
2: Um, it was here before the server collapsed.
3: No, I was gonna, I was gonna look at it and just be like, I am, honestly, with with the mace, how much, uh, how much are we, is this the new one or the old one?
2: This is the new one.
3: Okay. Um. So what are we looking at? If I trade in my my current mace, he says, if "I hand over Bringer to you." Um,
2: he he inspects it. He says, "This this is a very this is a very interesting piece. This is this is this is an antique. This is this is very old." Um, but he says. I may be able to perhaps depart with your mace to one of the museums for a sum. But that would bring our transaction down to about twelve hundred. Uh, Gardar, here's the thing,
0: if you wanna keep Lightbringer, if we pull our money, we can pay for the other one.
1: Well, he
2: spends all of his money. I have no use for. I there and he goes on. There is some value in antiques such as yours, uh, returning to the populace. There's much history that not not doubting your your brava- bravado and ability such things as this are lost as adventurers are lost as well. So there is greater value in returning it to the masses.
0: A fellow scholar.
3: You know, I think your words ring true with me. And I think Lightbringer has done done well by me, and uh, what you say, I think I would uh, I would be willing to part with it in exchange for some money and the mace you presented before me.
2: He that dogs. Back. He he rolls up the fabric and Get a little big that's little in the hall. Stray dog problem. rolls up the fabric and closes the box and. Sort of presents it in front of him with uh, his hands remaining on the sides of it. Well, this time, twelve in the antique. And it would it would warm my heart to know that this piece, which I, I, I put many an hour into, is returning to those that have requested it. Paul the bank says we can do that.
3: Tell the bank, can you can you spare some some money?
0: Yeah, uh, some four hundred gold. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can do that <laughs> easy. Just start spooning gold pieces onto the onto <laughs> the desk. It's like bothy, bothy, stop, stop, stop.
3: <laughs> piece falls into the molten lava.
4: <laughs>
2: so, um, you guys complete your transaction. Uh, he actually, he, he opens the box and takes out the new mace. Um, he reaches out with one hand for Lightbringer.
3: And I go ahead and, um, he already has Lightbringer, I guess. So I take the mace from
2: You said he inspected it, right? Uh, he did inspect have... it, but returned it to you. Oh, but, okay. Um, then, if, if you it... exchange him, he does place Lightbringer into the box. Oh, where okay. Yes, yeah. was previously. That's, that's perfectly fine. And he he hands you the new one. Takes the money, and he does say, "I I can understand the sentimental value of departing from a piece, but it's and as he kind of looks down on it." Perhaps you'll see this again one day um, in a display in the, acad- the academic stretch. Because this is, this is very old craftsmanship that I recognize here. Um, this mace has many stories to tell.
3: Well, it served me, as I said, in my what felt like my first good deed as a cleric of Palor and follower of Rasia. An agent of Boris, And I, I do hope to see it. In the future. And I just look at my new mace. And I'm like so. Now I just need to think of a name for this. Unless uh, you've named it of course.
2: Let's name he it says. I, I generally leave it to. My requesters. To name their pieces. And as it sounds like. They won't get the opportunity. I believe that that responsibility falls upon you, Legionnaire. And, Why? Thank
3: uh, you. I'll I'll rest on it. And I appreciate everything. This is this is. It's very important to me. Didn't think I would expect some uh, to come into contact with something like this or someone like you in uh,
2: in a place so far away from home. Give me a perception check. Corridor. As you're sort of inspecting your new piece. Yes, Let's see.
3: I'm easily eight.
2: Oh, that's okay. Because. You recognize. On the base. Of the handle. Almost. As an afterthought, it seems. Scratched into it um you see the symbol of your clan there seems to be a personal connection to this weapon that you might have been incredulous of before that seems to be affirmed as you inspect this weapon hi i'm ball (laughs) hey how are
4: you
0: uh I I'm great uh here's the thing you seem to like know things and we're looking for somebody named Arkan vice
2: do you know where we could find him he oh that 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 name's very familiar he says I believe that's one of the ship captains down in the uh down in the Nexus um he actually mentions the the central that you the center of the district that you guys departed from. Uh, You did see a number of airships arriving and departing from that area of the district. But he mentions uh, that is one of the main supplier captains uh, for the district. Um, And he also oversees a small fleet of airships um, bringing in materials and taking out products to some of the other areas of the Isles, as well as, uh, Europe. Is there, like, an
0: office where we can find him, or some sort of... Uh, he
2: says if you go to the airship station and look for the... the office of the Blue Star office of the blue star that is the fleet company um group that he oversees is the blue star trading company um you might be able to get some more information there okay
3: I like rip my attention away from the base. I'm like oh yeah and uh is this And do like You said we might be able to get more information there. Do you personally know anything Um, more specific about him?
2: He and his company are reliable. I've never met him personally. Do you ship any of your stuff
0: out places, or is is your operation solely here in Dublin? Do all of your uh, clients come to Dublin for your...
2: When the price is right, Um, some of our commissioned pieces do uh, get distributed out. Um, I believe we had, obviously, with the war, much of our much of our wares are being uh, shipped out for that. But um, it depends on the price. If the piece is lucrative enough, we take it on. If not, we may suggest a, a comparable craftsman. Your more
0: unique pieces, do you guys infuse them here
2: or is that done elsewhere? He says he actually um Um reaches out his hand to you, Baltheonis. He, he introduces himself as Rune Goldman. Uh, I, I shake his hand i guess and he says i'm i am capable of some infusions myself um by trade however some of the more demanding clients we do outsource to as as with this piece as he gestures to um the new mace um this had to be blessed by some of the priest of pelor per the per the, uh, requisition. Understood.
0: Yeah, those are, those are what I wanted to know. I do, yeah. I do a little bit of that myself. I dabble. As I've been looking around the <laughs> workshop, do, uh, have I noticed, does this seem to be, like, a classical forge where they just seem to be making, like, weapons and armor, or do I see more like, like, I, I gotta assume, like, the, the technological, like, bits and bobbles would be, like, Gnome tinkerer stuff, rather than like I wouldn't expect the dwarves to be like assembling guns or anything
2: like that. This is more old school. That's what I figured. Okay, this is definitely more more classical forge creations. Though you can't smell it. uh, I wanted to say like you can kind of smell, but you sense, especially looking around at the pieces. And, like, the various tools on runes person. Um, Every once in a while, as you're looking around, you see, like, a flicker of arcane energy from a piece. Or, like, a, a small dwarvish sigil that glows and then dims. But. Um... For the sake of expediency and also I want to grab a glass of wine. Is there anything else you guys want to do in the craftsman's quarter before you potentially reconvene at uh, I wanted to go talk to Ark and Vice if we could try to find him at the Nexus. Okay. Um You guys depart grace gracefully from the like, Golden Main Forge if you have no other business. Uh Chris trip on the way out. It will, in the time before anything would happen, you're able to attune to this. This is a Mace of Disruption plus one. I will add that. Uh, oh, hot. boy. That you can name at your own. Jador is thinking about
3: it. Mr.
2: Giblets. David. David. <laughs> right, I'm gonna pee real quick and grab some wine but we will go back to willow and ballfield who are apparently learning to dance except ballfield is Ferris yeah you're right it's Ferris and willow You didn't even know my name I, I don't actually know how to DM mm-hmm. I've been it's all in an
5: elaborate <laughs> elaborate improv session
2: yeah Ugh. is there anything you would
5: like to do
1: so what time, what time of day is it
2: Midday, mid-evening, so cool. maybe in an hour or two, you would expect dinner time.
1: We're going to go into the woods a bit, just like 10 feet in, Okay. and then uh, use my uh, ring spell storm to cast plant earth and just kind of build me a little um, hut and also build a bench for barris.
2: Okay. Within the hut or outside the hut? Outside the hut. I
1: don't want it in my business. I ask, do you want a hut on top of that or good with no hut?
2: Um, I
5: mean, you know, I'm, I'm always very pro-hut, so.
1: Pro-hut? All right, put another hut on top of that bench. Oh, yeah. And then I'm just going to duck inside mine. And even if I don't, I'm, I'm going to meditate for an hour and use it as a short rest if I can do that.
2: Oh, yeah, you have time.
1: Cool. And just try to contact Awa. And then if nothing happens, then I just take short rest and we'll
2: head back for dinner. Can I have a, uh, a spell check?
1: Yes. Dice one or two?
2: Two. I actually recently found my partner dice, too.
4: Ooh.
1: I have seven, so it's fine. Um, I was a seventeen.
2: You you sit in your hut, and for the first time in a long time, here in the Gleaming Glade, you feel yourself connect to the roots of the world. You feel your your consciousness extend into the natural realm around you. And what do you ask?
1: Ask, um, what role does the demon play in the blood war? Sarov. Embarrassed.
2: So, I'm essentially giving you the commune spell right now, so you have three questions that um, can loosely get answered. Um, yeah. As you're sitting here and you speak this out in Sylvan, assumably, um, you close your eyes and you feel a warm glow, and you open them and you begin to see the small motes of orange light that you associate falling around you. And Willow, yes. It's been years. What is taking you so long? Trying
1: as uh, fast as we can, but a lot of ground to cover.
2: (sighs) You know... I have to shorten my walks now because my realm is shrinking, but... Sirov is no demon. He's the same as your friend. Can't ask all and he is the champion of the Abyss in the Blood War. What else would you have me divulge? We closed the
1: planar tear. Um, it was probably a few years for you ago now. Did that have any effect on uh, the Feywild? Did it heal it?
2: Was that what that was? It's a little more temperant here now. Not so hot. So, yes.
1: Good. There's three others. We're tracking them down. None of those are questions. Um, I just have one more. Is my family safe?
0: Ooh, something. Is my family <laughs> safe? No response. <laughs> We're at 8, 49 p.m.
2: I don't know who you mean. And the motes begin to sort of just. The motes like single orbs just begin to. Into this sort of like orange steam haze that fills the hut around you as you. You feel the connection to Awa Wayne.
1: Okay, so, you said that Sarov is same as Varys, champion of the Abyss. There's one other thing.
2: Um, He is no demon. He is the same okay. as your companion. He is the champion of the Abyss in regards to the Blood War.
1: Okay. Alright, I'm gonna finish up my hour and get uh, recharge my ring of spell storing, and then just head back to let's go to the the sirens place because they actually have food i want some fresh um
2: salad. uh yeah let's head back there i'm gonna wait so you doing anything before you guys head to the
5: end we probably just running through like the steps of the fox trot and said oh slow quick quick oh you slow know, quick quick
2: yeah all right stuff like you that. guys head there they're heading to the Nexus. I'm gonna piss and grab a wine, so bio break. Let's
3: get to prom. Well, we've had Gardor Emotional Moment Number Three of the campaign. Your daddy's wait, how
1: long do y'all live and how think they... he said decades? Like sixty years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Minotaurs don't live long. <laughs> it was one to two generations ago, so it was either your papa or your grandpa.
3: Oh, wait, I'm sorry. If this is right. Okay, wait.
0: This is unofficial material here. I mean, I had to take my dad off life support. That was... That's my... That's Balthiel's only emotional part of the, the entire
2: game, but... Chris, I, I take it you can see the mace in the uh, magic items?
3: Grydor's <laughs> <laughs> excited to think of a name for it. Of course. Yeah. I also lied and I got another half glass of wine. Ooh. I'm just, I'm just I'm an alcoholic. Oh, my. God. Oh. My only glass I'm drinking on.
2: another. I'm glass. drinking beer. Root beer. <laughs> Gardor, you and Valtheel made it to the Nexus. Following the directions, you're able to find what looks like a bit of a uh, small office. Uh, with a sigil of a White flag Sorry, sorry, sorry The office has a white flag With a blue star crest on the front mm. Blue
3: star office yeah. You think that's a blue star trading company? Wait, Just
1: quick, quick question stretch, is, but... Have I seen that many half elves in the city? Or is it mostly humans?
2: You have seen that many half elves it is mostly human, but okay. you have seen a lot of half elves.
1: So the lady shape I'm in uh, that I'm going to change back to once I'm done meditating, um, that's going to be just a human. Still fits the dress, but human.
2: A human that fits the dress. Okay. Cinderella. Oh, minotaurs live up to Cinderella, 150 years know. apparently. Cool. Or are you thinking like turtles? But yeah. You guys find yourself outside the office. Okay. Uh, I go
0: over and uh, knock on the door.
2: Um, you hear a woman's voice. Come in. I, I, I come in. <laughs> rather tidy. Tidy Redacted office. In. <laughs> Redacted in. Redacted uh, in. Rather tidy office. Um, hue- Brown haired human woman. Um, behind her, you can see, it sort of looks like a post office, in a way, just lots of little compartments that she sort of turns, um, acknowledges you guys, but then is sliding, like, parcels here, or, like, an envelope here. And now, and she turns, she says, um, what, what, what could I assist you with? Uh, we're looking for Captain Arkin Vice if he's around. Oh, uh, he—he is on delivery, but uh, should return within um by the coming weekend. Okay. Um,
0: I turn on the guard door. The Gallows on the weekend, right? <laughs> it's. I think I think it is. Yes. Okay. Well, I guess we'll come back then. Um.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay, did you want me to provide a message, or... Uh... No.
0: I don't think so. I think I think we'll just talk to him when he gets back. Thank
2: you, though. Okay. <laughs> she sort of makes a note on a ledger, but uh, wishes you guys farewell warmly.
3: Okay. Bye bye. Well, now what do we do? We yeah, we leave. I'm just like, we you didn't want to just mention that like we're looking for transportation or anything.
0: Well, I mean, it's a weird because it's like a distribution company. Like they like distribute goods. I don't know that people necessarily ask to hop on cargo ships. Then maybe we
3: phrase it differently. Be like, we're just looking for. We have cargo to ship services, and then when we show
0: up, we're like, we're the cargo. Like. We pop out of fucking uh, wooden crates. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I just I thought that it would be a more like personable interaction. Not that I'm one for personable things, you know. But I just figured it'd be easier to.
3: Yes. Maybe if they knew it was business, the, maybe we'd get in contact a little quicker.
0: Yeah. We'll just come back after the gala. I won't. I won't turn into you know who. Though so we won't be in a rush. Voldemort? <laughs> what?
3: Voldemort. Yeah. Yeah, Voldemort.
2: Yeah. He must it's not be named. Voice. You guys heading back to a uh, pre-determined location? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And get dinner with us. Varys and Willow, you guys have kind of sat down. Anon is back this evening and has been serving you guys. Uh, The doors open and you can see uh, your companions pushing their way through the doors. Um,
3: Business (laughs) as usual
2: evening at the tavern. But uh, you're able to. Both and Gardor, you see your companions at your. Well, you see Varus and a blonde half elf. Assumably blonde, if I remember.
1: Uh, I'm not a half health, right? I'm a human woman.
2: Okay. A human woman sitting with Varys. Uh, Wearing the same clothes that you saw Willow in earlier. I'm just going to confuse the hell out of our server. It's a different person every time. You guys take your seat, and the evening is yours.
1: And I'm gonna tell them what I saw when I connected to the Feywild. You guys didn't have to come with me this time. Now you're jazzed about it. Um. So. <laughs> yeah. I see that. So, uh, I asked about um and Ferris, uh. and apparently, they are the same. They're not a demon.
0: We all draw our weapons. <laughs>
1: well, I trust Ferris at this point, but he's the same as Seraph. Saurav was also the champion of the...
3: Ferris of, of so is who?
1: Uh, do you remember when we told you you saw the big demon who was fighting Rage? Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah, that was
4: Seraph.
3: Seraph, okay. Remember...
0: Not you, Willow. Remember... Everybody else, when we were in London, and we we fought that that demon that claimed to be avarice. That, that avarice like avarice in it. Yeah, <laughs> that that demon started out as a tiefling, and it and then it turned into some monstrosity. It's starting to make me wonder if in this plane demons take the form of something else. Because that's the only thing I can think of. Like, how else can Varys and Rob be the same person?
1: I don't think he meant the same person. I think he uh, meant the same essence
0: or an Two abstraction. Two halves, the same whole? Rob is Varys' shadow? Some kind of
1: spell.
5: Or that, yeah.
1: It also could have meant that they are both Archfey.
5: I'm not sure if any of this makes me feel better.
3: But it's good information. Okay.
5: Yeah. Is
3: Varys just like sitting here listening to yeah. us? Yeah. Is like, what the fuck? <laughs> well just going. Hey, like, wait, do we trust yeah. him? Do we not trust
1: him? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to vouch <laughs> up for Varys. I was like, hey, my guy here learned two dances today. And then we're going to take a little break in the middle of this. And I'm going to show them the dances. Then we sit back down and get to business. Right, so, be, we like you, to be but just told
3: us that you're Sarav. But you're but, not. Yeah. <laughs> so, also, I want to
1: swing by whales sometime. Um, but, Wales. no. I'm, I want to. But I do want to get a rush on closing those other planar terrors as soon as possible. That is. I am tasked to do, and time slips quickly in the Feywild. Oh yeah, and Anna, an Anna old woman grabbed Her- Varus on the street today. Oh god, yeah, we forgot about that.
0: Uh, did, did she grab um, yeah. you somewhere that, like, you need to show me on the doll, or...? No, no that no. only
5: happened in Spain. Very appropriate grabbing. Um, long story short, you mistook me for my father, who apparently worked as some agent or prophet of this abyssal god. And soon, um, And she thought it was him. Uh, she was apparently cursed when she was talking about it. Um, except for some episode and lost memory. Um...
0: Wait a minute, You're, she told you your dad was the prophet of some abyssal god, and we're wondering how yes. Varys and Sivrov could be the same person?
5: Yeah, yeah. She, she said, uh, I'm the son of the prophet of the abyssal god, um, and that the light of the abyssal god shines through me.
0: I just figured um... it out. I got it. It's easy. It's a, it's a riddle, you guys. Come on, you ever read riddle books? Moon? No. Yes. Varys? Yes, essentially. Sea is the moon and Varys is the sun. They're, they're two halves of the same whole. They're twins. Third base. He
5: did mention that there were other lost sons. Oh. The prophet. Venus. And then once she started talking about my house, the house of Gallandale, now it was fallen, um, that seemed to trigger the curse. And she began seizing, and luckily we worked around it. But where were you talking to but this then
1: lady? She, uh, just out in the street when we were walking, she pulled us into her little
0: hovel. Um, so there but was no one else she... around, no, not when no, I mean, she was we, there. no, okay. So there was, you don't think there was a chance that this curse was someone? You, do you think it was a curse that was like placed upon her that when she would start talking about that specific thing, it would trigger, or do you think it was somebody that was nearby that like cursed her as she was talking to you?
5: No, I, one cast, you detect. I cast and Detect so. Magic. Um, All the curse was happening, and it didn't appear to be an active spell, um, from what I could tell. In okay. so, and, and my thought, this was when, in time gone by, she was a follower of whatever movement this was. Um, Maybe they had like a privacy curse placed upon them and violated it by talking about it.
1: Yeah, after I got her breathing again, she talked in a different voice and then didn't reverse at all. She's confused instead of an insane old lady.
5: Yeah. Well, um oh so the the, the big thing I want is the, the phrase we need to remember is um Garrick Gallandell was the prophet of the fury of Theris dune Um I am for whatever that means, a fury of do into this may or may not be nutter butter old lady on the side of the road. Haven't we heard another last name for you this night? Um, we heard about a different family.
1: Oh, that was it. That was it.
4: That
5: was
1: it. That was it. the, Cal- yeah. the calendar. That was. is.
5: But it was in Limerick, right? Yes, we heard about a different Elven family that had a similar sounding last name, but was not the same. Yeah. This is the first person we've run into who remembered Gallandell. So if she ha- had an attack and lost her memory, I've had my memory mm-hmm. altered. There may be some grand memory affecting the scheme going on, is, is what my concern is right now.
1: Or your family might have changed their names after whatever the demon incident was. But like um, you, you said that the, the memory spell that was placed on you could only be placed by someone close. If it was family, then that means they were cognizant of what they were doing. So their memory wasn't white.
5: Yeah, but also, also when we looked in the the like familiar records in the library, there was no record found. though. Yeah. So it's of such a scale completely that it not only affected me and this woman two hundred plus years later, affected homes and library jail and entire yeah cities.
1: All right, we got to go talk to your family, but how are we planning on getting into prom?
0: Yeah, that's a big problem. So, we're not we weren't able to talk to the captain of the airship that we wanted to get to Limerick on today because he's not around that he won't be around until essentially after the 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 gala. Um so I'm going to refrain from doing anything that would be considered uh, high-profile, so we got to find new a oh, new way for me to get into Brom. Um, I mean, I could always use my disguise beanie and go as Gardor's date.
1: Yeah, we could all be um, dates to, or just accompany with the Boris Legion, and then I would just, you know, duck in the bathroom and change and-
0: Or I could just... I want-
3: are you trying to pimp out Gardor?
0: Or I could just... I just we, we have Legionnaire outfit Are you trying to pimp Gardor? In the suite, I could just put one of those on. Yeah. No, you're, we're trying to make you our pimp.
3: That's what I changed to. Are you trying to pimp Gardor? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pimp my, my Gardor. My the mouth. reason I want to like, just change
1: out of the... Um, my outfit. Uh, ...Boris Legion stuff is so I can more easily go
0: around and eavesdrop.
1: They're
0: not going to talk to caps after we get um, in. right. But if we if we show up and some of us are dressed as cops and then the others aren't, that gives they'll be more likely to talk to you, right? If if we like kind of like act like cops yeah. and then you kind of act just
3: like chill. Is all the clothing up in the uh, suite of the uh, BJ right. outpost?
5: And do I have any? personal items that I might have kept for my time here with like a family crest or any particularly noble looking um so that I could like buff my way into this this obscure noble family that they might not have heard of.
2: No. You you feel like when as your memory returns to you of being carried onto the airship you feel like you had very minimal possessions like anything that anything that you had prior was stripped from you
5: um do i remember what my family crest was
2: whatever you kind of the same with gardor whatever you want the crest of your clan or house to be That's so i'm going to ex-
5: Explain a plan to the rest of the crew and then um, we can kind of go from there. My thought is I know enough about being a noble that I can, even though I am in my head a noble, pretend to be a noble for the party, just be of a minor, we obscure family. Um, and so we create a crest, and then I just go through the motions of being a noble person. I know all the protocol. I know all the language, I know all the small steps that need to be taken mm-hmm. to get me into a dance. When we have to forge tickets, I heard it was hard to get in. I mean,
1: we can break in and put our names on the checklist.
5: In, Yeah, either that or just show up and pull the... Haven't you heard of me? Excuse me.
3: That's a bit risky. I'm, I mean, I guess with his plan, the worst that could happen is you get turned away. And then two of us can disguise ourselves again. Otherwise, impersonating a Boris agent might uh might land you into some trouble. Yeah, they don't have much of a presence
1: around this city. Did the guy at the precinct
3: say... What did he say about the gala? What did he say about the gala? Not much aside from we're invited, and or the Boris are invited specifically, and that if I go to not make a uh, not make a ruckus, I need to I need to keep the Boris's name crystal clear. That might be the easiest. He also threatened to, to kill me. So, yeah. um, ever Varys,
1: once you're inside, you can change as well, and then go around pretending to be a noble and getting
5: information your way. Like we don't have to be clear i am a noble pretending yeah, to, yeah. to be a different noble
1: yeah that's what i was saying pretending to be a different noble i'm sorry i don't care uh, about nobles you need to be a different noble i hate this party oh yeah cuz his name's been erased from history and then both
0: you can uh spy on your uncle grandfather uncle he's not going to be there I was going to disguise yeah, he's myself. In he's in
3: London. London.
1: That would be a terrible idea to improve.
0: Why? It would have been the best thing. i idea. It would. It would have been the life of the party.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: We just would have had those dogs are back. We just would have had to... <laughs> just had to leave. straight dog has come back. But I'll just be... Um, I'll be left Lightleaf. lightly if it'll make sense because Gardor is a Legion member from over in England... I'll be a legion member from over to England. It'll, see, it'll just feel like feel like we're we're doing a thing, and, and then, we can be their dates. And then I don't even have to be what? Oh, we're doing the date idea. We can do the date. I'm gonna I'm going as a girl. I have to be oh, you, Gardor, Do you have any pictures of hot at... Minotaur women? Um, I don't okay. think so. Do you have any minotaur? You do you have any uh, uh, Boy magazines? What <laughs> play play tar can, play tar, tar
5: magazines? It's simpler than that. Uh, Willow's my date. Our door is security, and as much as I am loath to say it, you could be butler. Date number two. Uh, oh, but,
3: robot butler. I, I got think, honestly, I, 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 Yeah, I, maybe <laughs> the combination. I think that's a good idea.
0: Maybe Don't the combination. Servant, but, yeah. I'm a robot oh, butler. I'm a robot butler. I love it. Let's get me a tuxedo. I mean, uh... sorry, I ate an apple at that point.
3: <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe the combination of a rich noble and a Boros agent, you who, know, if. As a Boros agent, if you vouch for him, that'll yeah, probably. Exactly.
1: It has passenger barriers. It's just. This, yeah, is that's, date, that's probably this is my
0: security, work. and then this is my butler.
5: <laughs> this is my attendant. This is my driver. A waiting both
1: <laughs> I mean, it still might be safe if two of us... All I always
2: had to do this, drive my carriage. <laughs> I want to do this so bad. My do question, do you, do you guys want to go to prom? Yes. yes. To
1: prom. We're just deciding on the best way. Do you have
2: any other business that you want to attend to before prom in three <laughs> at days? At the very least,
5: I want to get into prom.
2: <laughs> I don't have to do anything at prom. I want to
5: do the action of attempting to get into prom.
3: Yes, we're we getting around. chased out. Of, so, are I we mean, getting chased out of Dublin after prom. I'm going <laughs> to I don't know about you guys, but I'm good until
0: 10. So we can mm-hmm. we, we can yeah, try to minutes. get into prom and then do stuff in prom if we
2: want to.
1: We ask around are invitations a thing or is it
2: yes? Invitations are very much a thing. The only formal invitation you guys have is one to. The Boros Legion, which is
0: why I was like, that doesn't make sense if we're if we're like,
1: the two can be Boros, two can be Dates, and like it didn't say the Boros Legion couldn't have plus ones.
3: What if we all dressed in the robes, but went in like separately? Because like, or no, we're they're going to recognize the robes.
1: Yeah, we as all Boros,
3: be- as Boros, but. Because, like, the Boros are just invited as a whole, according to this invitation. I'm
1: just changing in the
3: bathroom. Um, are
1: all Boros Legionnaire members Minotaurs? <laughs> no. Not at all. Good. I was just making sure. I just remember the two. Now I remember another one. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to be my half-elf guy and wear the
0: best-fitting robes. I wanted to be the robot butler. What if I just pretend I to, to be a robot butler and try to get in and posing as one of the servers, one of the caterers?
3: I mean, it might be better for Willow to dress in a robe. Well, if you still want to be. If you still want to try being a butler with. Uh, no, Ver should also. Bear should be Boris,
1: and then inside he can change. News trap. It's just
0: the invitations. Okay. I don't know. I think, we just I think get, Varys the, the, could masquerade as a as a noble. I, I don't think that would be too much of a stretch for him.
3: I am saying he should inside. It's just
0: safer if he dresses as... I think you
3: noticed his personality's been pretending all of the entire time we've been in Dublin. I just, you guys gave me this sport. sweet
0: idea of robot butler and now we're deviating away from I, it. I'm just upset.
3: Maybe what I'm <laughs> going to
1: say is... Um, can you, to- you can go to the bathroom and change into a robot butler. And come out and just see if this shit works. Because <laughs> we're all trying our own things. We don't want to wear cop robes inside because we're going to be eavesdropping.
3: Talking to Didn't people. someone in the city recognize Ferris's like, uh, family name? No. Um, oh. Just the old guy's yeah, the lady. One
5: decrepit, mentally unwell woman who then suffered an episode that caused her to not
3: remember me. so well uh forget i mentioned that you're good I'm
1: saying we'll draw us attention inside uh, if we all change out but we need to get in because the invitation is to get in
3: uh i kind of agree you just use the boris outfits to get in change when you're in um and then we'll work our own angles
5: okay so you take, is... you take you take leave with the entry and then um, I'll be the noble once we get inside. That's all like a plan.
3: I'm going to... My only concern is uh, getting past Sir Wants to Kill Me in the Legion outpost with uh, with all the robes. And making sure he doesn't notice that robes are missing. We can just either wait for when he's not there,
1: because we have three days. Just until he goes back to his condo. Well, we shouldn't
3: take them until we absolutely need them. Because the longer we wait, or if we take them now, the more time between now and prom, the,
2: m- the greater the chance he'll notice they're missing. So, just voice in the sky here. He, Bargris made it sound like you could take just per the the invite, you could. It was an open invite to Boris Legionnaires, and he just seemed to say, "Whatever you do, don't fuck up."
3: Yeah, that's what I was also coming around to that. So, I mean, is is there anything to say that the uh, Boris
5: Legionnaires can't bring guests? No, well.
3: What he's implying is he doesn't give a shit if we take the. Oh, I
5: mean, on the on the invitation, we just be guests of the Boros Legion. No, well, we will we'll be Boros. Be you will not, and be not Boros, yeah. Like a guard or could just walk up, actually being Boros Legion. Yeah, I'll do we'll all be, the introductions and stuff. We're just guests, not lie. But they don't know the Boros.
1: They haven't had a presence in the city for months invitation was open to anybody they don't as
3: far as far as we're concerned the invitation didn't say anything
1: we can just we can just say we're visiting if they think our accents are weird but i don't think it'll come that far
3: so why don't we just grab the ropes grab the ropes and
1: and then change once inside so you can still do your pretend noble
3: stick it's really important to me that you know that i'm actually a noble I do, Make sure but... you give the ropes to me Like I'll, I'll be waiting outside of wherever you change
1: I'm gonna keep so saying... I
3: can throw them in my fanny pack of holding
1: okay good um yeah because you're probably the only one who's not gonna change unless I polymorph you into something this reminds but, uh, me of yeah. the <laughs> whole
0: like Dwight always being like assistant assistant regional manager and it'd <laughs> be like assistant to the regional manager
1: no I, yeah I'm gonna keep saying pretend noble because you get a little irritated each time and I
5: find it cute Barris is a pretty laid back elf, but you found
2: like the one thing where he's like, N-n-n-n-n-n-n-n. all right.
5: no, um, no.
2: Character- if you guys have a plan, we have a plan. We can, you guys can spend the next three days getting all your accounts into a row. Um, in that time, you can request Brock or anyone to potentially chauffeur you to this event. You can attend any other business that you would like to prior to the Aristo Gala at the end of the week. Ballfield shows up in a tuxedo.
0: I thought we were doing robot robot butler.
2: <laughs> Just throw
0: I'm... a robe in his
3: face. I'm like, throw this over here. <laughs> i just stuff. A pl- I have to stuff a platter into my bag of holding so that when he unchanges from his robe and still looks like a butler, he has to like walk around with the platter. And... Okay,
2: you're able to get a butler outfit for one. Oh, game. we're
3: actually doing it. Yes, Robot a <laughs> butler.
2: <laughs> and then, then
3: you're
0: gonna
3: you put it. Per- I need to find a silver platter somewhere yeah. in the, uh, I guess, in the market. Uh, Fucking five silver pieces. That's fine. I pay five silver pieces and I get a. A silver platter.
0: I find a nice like tuxedo.
2: Can I, okay. I buy one? And Does anyone do my... anything? Oh, I said you can find a tuxedo for one gold. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, that's easy. I'm gonna hide my eighty gold dress in there.
2: Hide your eighty gold dress in there. Are you Had your kids. Hide your wife. Um, <laughs> we spent more money on this they're... bullshit than we did Willow. <laughs> Willow, yeah. can you give me? A... Actually,
1: I'm going to do that, but first, if I uh, just, like, hold it under my
2: board, which is my first choice, uh, does this look weird? Are you gonna? Are you saying, like, if you just threw not, it over your... Not it because I'm going to be the half-elf. I'm
1: not going to be the lady. I don't know if girls can be cops. Um,
2: Girls can very much be cops. What I'm asking is, are you going to put it on and then throw your robes over top?
1: No, I was going to see if I can hold it under without it creating like a w- gap. Yeah.
2: Or- no, no, you can you can stow it. Actually, give me a slot of hand. Okay. Thankfully,
1: I'm ass. Slight, slight slight slight. Okay. That's a bitch. No, it's just a 22. God damn.
2: Um fuck. Um as you the day of the gala arrives and um you guys see Willow who I'm assuming is still the human woman? I'm the half elf going in. Okay, you're gonna be the half elf woman. I. Uh, yeah. you guys see Willow come out. Um they look shapely. You guys would just assume that they found some well-fitting robes. We yes, fly
1: the prom with champagne. <laughs> Good job. Good for you. <laughs> Anyone else do anything? Wait, is there a secret Boros uh, passcode or thing? Any identifying thing that we have to do to act like authorities? If
2: That's like I haven't passcode. really got into it, but I'll pretend like it's a fraternity. Uh, Gardor, you have learned the rituals and handshakes and calling cards of the Boros Legion by Shows. this point. One okay. handshake. It is up to you if you divulge these. Just one.
0: Just a little one. One handshake. Arno, are you paid for your friends? Should I take that as a compliment? Or why not?
2: <gasps> he teaches us a handshake. He, he teaches you the, the Boris secret handshake.
0: It could just be something he made up. I have could...
2: all <laughs> these
3: secrets. just to... <laughs> <I'm not sure laughs> there, palms are like super fucking sweaty, like trying to think of something. <laughs> Barbros <laughs> appears. What the
0: fuck are you? Are you doing sure? Now? Are you that, sure that does not happen? Are you sure Boros <laughs> Legionnaires or you guys take each other's dicks? I don't understand what this is. <laughs> this is weird. All right, we fly to the gala.
5: Okay. Varys has just spent like the last two days doing essentially like cram school.
2: I was um, gonna say, have you picked your spells yet? Uh, over th-
0: these three days, um, Balthiel wants to go around the city collecting pigeons so that when we get out at prom, we can just whoo, like
2: <laughs> stop. Can I, get, can I get a h- animal handling check? Yeah, <laughs> of course you can.
0: Yeah, that's a natty 18 plus,
2: plus <laughs> zero for animal handling. <laughs> okay. Anyone else doing anything to prepare for prom? Dancing. I'm just imagining You're- like everyone's like doing
0: things. You see a ball feel in the background, just like being a pigeon. <laughs> I'll six- get into that in I- a six foot seven robot <laughs> Varus, at the
2: end of at the end of tonight's session do you have time to go over spells because I want to make sure you're not about to get who knows what because you didn't do your cram sessions
5: I mean I was was saying more cram sessions as to like uh, proper protocol becoming that of a nobleman
2: oh yeah yours is also good you're pretty sure you got it drilled into your head but the day arrives. I fed the pigeons
1: that Baltho catch because he forgets that things eat.
2: Sounds good. Um, it's actually a sizable amount of pigeons. There's just a like box of pigeons just like running, just <laughs> running around the borough, sweet, shitting on things. In <laughs> um, the time that passes, um, it's a, it's actually a decent amount of pigeons. just puts one in the box.
0: Goes to get another but the one. day arrives. Out. It's
2: actually quite gray out. It's very overcast. Um, you hear whisperings of a storm, a potential storm. Um, but you guys, it sounds like you all get into Boros attire. Um Fine. As, as for your plan, um, can you guys give me just a stealth as you guys leave? A party stealth? <sighs>
5: It depends. Is uh, our giant Minotaur still wearing plate armor?
3: Yeah, one hundred percent. am still wearing
2: plate armor? Cause I'm little, Oh, boy. Wait, why are we stealthing?
5: This is not a saving throw. Damn it!
3: Do I need to? You're stealthing to- as
2: you leave, as you leave the Boros outpost. Oh, in- Okay
3: we got bad rolls. Okay. I'm glad I won't be the one to give give
0: us away. I I, I had to burn a a flash of genius. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. I got a... Oh, I guess I rolled a disadvantage instead I have my armor on. Okay, still. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, wait. I get also a plus three to that. Oh. so ne- Never mind. I have, I'm a 17, well, not a 14. will still be
3: 17. What well, is it? Minus one? Stealth. Oh, it's plus one. Eighteen.
2: Okay. Oh my god. You guys, you take all the preparations. Willow, you stow your elegant dress. You, Baldiel, you wear your tuxedo under your robes. Um, and you guys begin slowly descending the stairs, which creak under each of your steps, uh, only to realize that... Um, the stairwell to the suite opens out directly into Barger's office. Who looks up from a magazine, it seems, that he just turned to the side, and you can see like the papers unfurling into a centerfold. And he just looks over to you 122 days, boys, and then just goes back to his magazine. Is that an atypical size
0: for those appendages on a female goblin, or...?
2: Just shifts it. Get the fuck out.
1: Walk out and grab an airship
2: to the gala.
0: What's in 122 days? Brack Goldman taking us to prom, referring
2: us in his limo to prom. You guys actually not remember what's in 122 days? he uh, it's oh, no, that, that's when he, he retires. retires yeah i oh, about consistency well unless I? we fuck this up
1: uh, we're not coming back here i don't give a shit about
2: this but brack uh yeah you guys took the uh you guys took the preparations to request brack for this specific night and he um it's actually a, a rather short trip the wind is picking up a little bit um as the evening uh, sky begins to turn purple as the sun sets. Um, as I said, the, gr- the day was rather gray. It's very overcast. Um, every once in a while you can see like the light of stars peeking through the gaps in the clouds. But the balloon takes you upwards into the sky above the diamond quarter. Um, you begin to um, go west. Towards what you guys remember as the gleaming glade. But um, you seem to be approaching. As you know. Dublin is characterized by these floating landmasses. Like uh, chunks of earth. Just resting stationary in the sky. Um, You guys are ferried towards a rather large one. The dogs are back it seems. Um, you're ferried to a rather large landmass floating in the sky. Um, even in the twilight of uh, the setting sun's light behind the clouds, you can see that this is such an expansive landmass that water seems to be spilling out over the landmass, running down the sides of it um, into like a sort of waterfall below it. Um, falling into the canals and the rivers down below in the city. Every once in a while, um, you see a um, a line of light shoot out from the landmass and explode with a bang as fireworks are sort of, sh- sort of shot off from this event as you approach. And as you get closer, you begin to hear the babble of conversations spilling out um at this point brack actually says let me let me let me take you around and he he actually notices the mace at your belt gardor and he says looks like you you visited my grandfather's didn't you I did I yeah um, quite fond of his work but uh he, he he actually kind of takes the balloon around and gives you guys more of a even better view of the Aristo estate. It's a sprawling white and brown um, manor complete with various gardens and an open courtyard in the center. Uh, you can see colorful individuals kind of milling about um some individuals in the back shooting off the fireworks one actually kind of like narrowly misses you guys since Brack has taken you on this trajectory around and he says oh shit well sorry about that and he pilots the balloon down to the main entrance um and the gangplank is lowered and you guys um get the view of this just very beautiful manner with a crowd of well-dressed colorful individuals milling into it and as the gangplank falls to a rest you find yourself with your crate of pigeons in your arms
0: as we step off i just i just open it up and kind of give it a little like shake into the air
2: to make them like Yeah, so you've definitely gathered enough pigeons for some of the individuals to stop and be like. So,
5: just so I can get a mental image of this, a bunch of cops have showed up and released sky rats.
2: Yes. Yeah, a couple of people just sort of. You were able to. You did pretty well collecting pigeons in the city. So, you, you let off quite a. Quite a large um, cloud of them. As some people sort of look at you... Um, uh, uh, okay, okay. But, uh... You find yourself sort of on a rather... pristine dock of stone on the on the edge of this uh, large land... Or this uh, sizable landmass. Um, a cobblestone path winds up to the front door of the manor. Um, the people that acknowledged your entrance are largely individuals awaiting entrance as well as just arriving in other balloons
3: the so many balloons just
2: stroll up to the entrance like we're supposed to
1: be
3: there
0: yeah pr- yeah okay that was the point of the, the pages to make to it look like, we're like, like bitch we're here I know like, I'm
3: supposed to be there well,
5: I,
1: I think i can be a bit more charming than you Charming.
5: See if you get lucky.
2: Alright, go ahead, Gardor. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, at the entrance, there are a number of people waiting, but, uh... Incidentally, you notice that many of them move out of your group's way. Um, kind of turning, seeing your attire, and just stepping to the side. Um, a couple of... You notice a... Well-dressed, silvery, like silver fox, human in guardian's attire, as well as a finely, a very large, finely dressed younger man, um, approach you and you say, "Oh, Legionnaires. Good evening. It's it's a pleasure of you to make make an appearance. It's been quite some time." Do you do you have your invitation?
3: As a matter of fact, I do right here and I imagine us coming I... to a
2: party without an invitation. Good, that would have be been so embarrassing. Alright, just one moment. And the uh the finely dressed the guardian takes your invitation and reads over it. The finely dressed individual, you notice he holds up a monocle to his eye. And he begins to look you guys up and down as you approach. He leans in and whispers to the Guardian. And the Guardian folds up your invitation and hands it back to you, Gardor. Says, everything seems to be in order. Enjoy. Um, enjoy. And um, let, let the Herald at the ballroom uh, know that you've arrived and he'll be happy to announce you.
1: As we're walking away, I'm gonna to whisper to Varys. You, you do, um, uh, tech magic on that uh, monocle sometime tonight.
5: Cool. Oh, I can do. It. I can do it right now. It right now? Yay. Varys. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Fine. Do you? Oh.
2: No. No, oh, yeah, please. Do?
5: Yeah, Do? okay.
2: Then yeah, Varys the detect magic. As you walk away, um purple divination energy.
3: Boys, uh we're not yeah, supposed it. to be uh drawing attention to ourselves, Varys. Hey my hand was in my pocket. No the one knows.
5: Um Sorry. Yeah, tell tell that to the horde of dirty birds we just released. I don't wanna hear it. Um, mm. We looked good, okay.
2: Uh, no, you a, guys, you're you're granted amazing. entrance, and you you enter in through a great archway, opening to just just a sprawling entrance hall, just hey, um, filled with individuals just finely dressed in every color of the rainbow. Um, it's brightly lit from multiple chandeliers. Uh, uh, you can see group, stairways, group huddle leading up.
0: Before we get before we talk to this Harold, maybe those of us that are going to change should should change so we don't get announced and then people recognize who we are from being announced.
1: Well, I'm going to put on a different face, and so are you. is going to stay the same.
0: No, I'm going to be Robot Butler. I... The plan was Robot Butler. You
1: will alter your face. All right, um, but they'll recognize.
0: They'll remember that there was four of us. Could... So, someone just drove a Lamborghini to the. Very fancy balloon arrives.
3: Uh, <laughs> oh no! I feel like look. If the men from the front talk to me and question about you guys, I'll just say that you've wandered off somewhere on your own volition. Okay, I have a I have a new plan. It's fine.
0: It'll work out just fine. Let's just let's just go do it. I feel like we should all get
1: announced and then change and then yeah. Use let's the just line.
0: let's just do it. I'll be fine. I've got a plan. All
1: right, get announced. I'm the heralds.
2: Um, you guys identify that the ballroom is essentially straight ahead as you enter the um, entry hall? How many people are here and how many people in guards uniform do I see? Hundreds of people. Dozens in guards. Uh, you see a number of You see a number of guardians, like the green and white attire that you've come to associate with the kind of city watch. But you also see rougher individuals keeping to themselves kind of in the shadow shadowy areas, Um, perhaps hired hands just sent just um, intent on buffering the forces here. I
1: think we can still slip around as different people, it's just we're going to have to leave in a uh, uniform if we don't get... if something fucky doesn't happen. Alright.
2: announce. So a, um... She approach the entrance hall. A... An elderly drow woman in plain black clothes approaches you. And she um introduces herself as um a servant to the aristo family and she will be passing your na- your titles onto the herald as you entrance and she simply asks um, legionnaires do you have any house names um titles names that you wish to be proclaimed to the to the gala
3: I can simply mention uh legionnaire groll of of the groll family and his accompanying legionnaires what what is your title what is
2: your rank knight okay um does anyone else gardor and friends gardor and friends okay <laughs> um she, she bows respectfully uh, very ancient woman um you guys have sort of heard like the shouts and the calls of a herald as you've approached and you kind of get in the queue and uh, the entrance hall. Um, you're ushered forward through an archway in this ballroom like this is a very nice banner. This is a very nice estate, like nicer than probably the nicest you can equate it to was when you almost broke into um, Silas Storm's hole. Stormholes home back in London this is kind of on that tier uh, but this ballroom is just sprawling with individuals and an elderly human man in a soaking gown ga- soaking um, robe um, turns his attention to you bows and turns his head and you can hear his voice magically amplified <clears throat> Knight Godor Grol and his accompanying agents of the Boros Legion and not an awkward hush falls over to the crowd but everyone kind of stops for a moment and turns and very very like formally very like disciplined just a round of applause as the four of you enter enter the ballroom
3: nice Get a little awkward on with the uh, with the uh, introduction. I just like before we like get too far from the Herald. I just turn to him. I'm like, where can I get a drink?
2: Um, he just says there are plenty of bars available, um, and many servers can also provide you drinks. Is you see other individuals attired the same as the drow woman that met you at the front. Um, just plain dark clothes, white trim, carrying trays of drinks around.
0: After a guard door says that, uh, I go up to the Herald and I'm like, I point, I point at Will and I'm like, my friend here has to rock a wicked piss. Where are the bathrooms? I he do this a
5: I, in real life, have to rock a wicked piss. I pregame it.
2: record.
0: Read
5: one of us does.
2: He says the lady, the lady can find a parlor room just over there. As mm-hmm. it's pointed out. Thanks, boy. First pokes his head you're out. being white and, trash. And the gentleman. All right. So,
4: just
1: like vibe around for five minutes and then Gardor go to the bathroom, and then each of us go in one by one and we'll uh, change and give him the ropes to put in his bag. The Legionnaire ropes.
2: So, what's everyone? Gardor, you're staying Legionnaire. Ball feel. you have a butler outfit, but you also have had a moment to kind of see what the servants are looking like. Do they look like anything close to what
0: I'm the get up I made? Because the other problem is, I don't want to like run into a situation where everyone saw me walk in and get uh, introduced as a legionnaire, and they'll be like, Ain't you a legionnaire? Um, You're the, the only, only warforged here. You
2: are not the only warforged here. Wow. You see some in servant outfits, you see a few even in noble attire, you actually see a, a, um, you see a shapely legionnaire as you're making your way to the parlor room in a very noble woman's gown, talking to a couple of other nobles, so it's up to your discretion. And she's a warforged? Yep.
0: And am I attracted to her? (laughs) I don't know, are you?
2: You need to tell me
0: this. <laughs> I rolled a... I rolled a 14 <laughs> for my charisma check.
2: I don't know, are you attracted to a, a a noble Warforged woman? Assumably a woman? I'm not, like, overly attracted to her. But this is the first
0: time I have... Other than my... Basically my sister in Manchester, this is the first time I've come across a Warforged that, like... Identifies as a woman openly so i think what happens is i walk into the bathroom and i see her i assume it's a her and i go oh no way <laughs> and then i and then i continue and then i continue on to the bathroom change of plans um yeah so i get to the bathroom and i'm just gonna put my tuxedo on and i'm i'm not gonna pretend to be a butler i'm just gonna be a handsome man and my name is sid. There- my name is sid Handsome metal, metal man. Handsome metal man. I, I'm yes. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm Sid. Cheap. I'm Sid Moneybags.
1: I'm just talking about somewhat cheap robes. They're probably not um anywhere near what's out there. But uh, if tuxedos does
0: not suit, I can lend you one. What? But keep with the tux. Okay. Yeah, I put the tux on. I come out. I as well feel, I slick my nice and hair back.
2: Just run your hand over
0: your head. Arthur gives me a fist bump. I'm like, let's go get laid.
2: (laughs) God damn it. All right, so you're now a Warforged noble. Uh, What are you doing, Willow?
1: I'm changing back into the um, short-ish human
2: woman. Human woman. You you drop some money on a very extravagant dress. You look... You look amazing. Yes. As you depart from this part, this powder room.
1: I spend like 15 minutes doing some braids. Get something going on here, and I walk out. Um, And the left is Varys, who I assume brought a
2: change of noble clothes. He's rocking a wicked piss. I'm gonna grab like my last cup of wine, and we'll see what happens as we wait for him to get back.
1: Let's go a little pass. I wanna start getting-
2: I just don't wanna assume he's staying a legionnaire.
1: No, he wanted to do the fake noble thing really bad.
2: Okay, are you are you guys ready for me to do the real noble thing? Yeah, what's your reveal? Everyone just revealed. You're changing in the parlor um, room right now.
5: I mean I'm assuming kept it simple, he's just wearing his garb under his clothes. Um um, Varys just wore his clothing uh, under his large legionnaire robe, and we changed his shoes to something a little fancier, and Samir mirror his outfit. And then um it's up to the nearest wait staff and grabs a drink, and then begins circulating in the room.
1: I have comments. Um, first, do I see a lot of ladies... Uh, shoeless, because I did bring flats. But if people are going barefoot, I'm going barefoot.
2: I don't know how galas work. You are barefoot. It's bitch. a mix. All right, barefoot. Mix. Some people are barefoot. Some yeah. women like shoes. Some oh, women a barefoot. Don't. Bitch. I give. God, my flats?
1: And my normal shoes.
2: You notice shoe. You
1: so many. <laughs> I am a Grovekeeper keeper. I'm using it as like kind of a walking stick fancy-like.
2: You are not alone. There are other walking sticks, and there are weapons here. Like some people are armed, but oh, tastefully yeah. so. So you don't stick out. But uh you, especially you Willow, you do get you do get a good amount of attention. Um you get compliments on your dress, you get potential suitors. Not so tactfully vying for your attention. But, kind of um, being
1: coy, but mostly walking away from first after a minute.
2: Just playing hard to get. Varus. you also wander around. You grab a drink, uh, Gardor. I'm assuming you guys are not sticking as a, for this no. event. Maybe keeping tabs on each other, mm-hmm. but. Gardor, you're you're just feeling like really out of place. It sounds yeah, like um, it's I'm, definitely no, I'm like, not something you're you're acclimated to.
3: No, um, I went to went to the change rooms. Whatever, stuffed all the herbs in my thing. Went back to my drink, and I'm just kind of looking around.
2: Every once in a while, someone approaches and um, shows a very formal respect for you and your your office and your your order
3: the first couple of people come by the next one I kind of want to talk to the next one that comes in.
2: a uh, finely dressed dwarf um, male he, he introduces himself as a member of the um, guild of smiths you assume a high ranking individual of that guild Um, he asks you what the what the news is about the Isles? What what brings you to the I, gala today?
3: I'm a legionnaire who was knighted in London, you see, and uh, just here in Ireland on business, and decided to port here in Dublin. Um. You, you I think you could have told uh you could, you could tell by our my introduction from the herald that uh it's it seems that the Boris don't visit this uh, like why do you, do you know
2: he takes a a sip of his his drink he says I don't believe that the legion avoids it it's just simply with the with um my kinsmen's uh, ventures down in france uh, napoleon i'm referencing of course that just many of your order are pulled into that direction and obviously with the boros making their appearance after the Queen's treaty a century ago uh, it seems as if your order and the Navy allow our country to handle our affairs independently it's 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 lovely to see you arriving here today Not many of you about I guess that's fair enough As any So the, well, what, do you, what do you
3: If I'm speaking Honestly I'm. What do you recommend I do around here
2: It says Well it sounds as if you Are the The, uh, the ranking member of your your entourage, you may perhaps want to seek an audience with Lord Aristo. to just just introduce your your yourself. But me personally, I enjoy the gardens. The Aristo Gardens are filled with many hedge sculptures of strange creatures that you wouldn't expect to see um as well as if he kind of looks up at the ceiling of the ballroom if the weather permits once it's dark enough um seeing the city lights sprawled out below you from the edge of the the island is a is a rather wonderful sight Be careful, don't drink too much before you do that. You might fall off the edge.
3: I think I'll be okay, but thanks for the warning.
2: I'm sorry. Did I did I get your name? Um pardon me. Um I'm Lord Makar of the oh. Smith's Guild. Oh, the pleasure
3: to meet you, Lord Macar.
2: Uh, you as well. Um was it um Knight gruel correct? <laughs> That would be correct. And he, he kind of wrinkled... He, he ruffles his brow a bit. He says, Groll. It's a very old name. Why do I... It, it sounds familiar in my head. But, um, you must be from good stock if it's... if it's ringing a bell up top.
3: Maybe, but... My family lives far from here, so I'm not sure. Just trying to like lead him off the. Uh... I don't want to draw too much attention to myself, honestly. Um, not because it's suspicious, just because I don't want to talk to a bunch of rich people if word starts getting around.
2: So He's- you're insightful enough based on your wisdom to know that this guy's kind of drunk. So can you give me a deception at advantage? Okay. As you kind of just like steer the conversation away from your surname, your clan name. The deception. Yep.
3: I closed my character sheet one second. No, I didn't. Uh,
2: 14. Oh, yeah, you're able to He soon forgets that part of the conversation and just honestly seems more. He kind of falls into that very I'm going to talk about myself. And what I've accomplished recently. <laughs> Mode of converse. But uh Ballfiel. What are you getting into? Uh after
0: Baltheel exits the bathroom, he's gonna make a beeline for the female Warforged. And you said she was she surrounded by a lot of people, she's talking to a lot of people.
2: Yeah, you're able to kinda get get in the group. So I caught kind of, um I, what I but what, as you as you enter it, she does like acknowledge you.
0: Um, yeah. I what I actually wanted to do was I kind of wanted to like work my way to the front and not like rudely push past everybody, but sort of like in a confident, like bravado sort of a way, and be like, "I couldn't help but notice your radiance from across the room." Give me a
2: give me a persuasion <laughs> to see if you can, or a performance. It's up to you. That's a nat twenty. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> Smashes glass on the floor. <laughs> you notice, um, as a Warforged, she's not holding any... any, uh, any, um, libations, but... She turns her attention, obviously, as a Warforged, she's... Her face is not very descript, but her eyes are kind of similar to yours that they they kind of flicker in colors hers at this time is magenta her eyes um largely magenta you see them turn to you and she cocks her head very and she says hello i i must have missed your introduction from the herald and the human man talking to her and she's like well um, Madame Lavos, our our trade agreement, and bah, 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 bah. um, I'll uh, have your people call my people. I like to discuss whatever it is you wish. Well, I try not, not to, to you. keep a high profile, and
0: really, those sort of elegant introductions really aren't my style. Uh, Sidolphus Stormhall, and as I like take her hand, I. Flash
2: the sig. sig What was what was that fake name? Sidolphus. Sidolphus. Yeah. And then,
0: uh, and then, um, I flash my signet ring that used to be Simon's signet ring that's like embedded in my knuckle as I take her hand and like do the Warforge equivalent of kissing it.
2: Yeah, you you more or less like knowing that kissing a ring or kissing a palm is like a thing. You, you do bring it up. Bring it up to your face. It clinks. Um, she acknowledges the ring. And she honestly, like... She keeps your hand. She keeps holding your hand, but brings the other to her chest. And sort of looks down, and she says... Stormhole? I... I did not realize that... There were those of us amongst that clan. They're few and far between, but... There are
0: a couple of us.
2: She says, "Well,
0: again, like I said, I like to keep my nose out of things."
2: Well, are you here on behalf of the admiral, or um, do your own machinicians bring you in our presence? My own machinations?
0: I, I'm, uh, I'm interested in a lot of scholarly. Mm pursuits and the arcane is rather interesting to me are there like is this is this candle lit are there candles nearby yeah uh as i as i say that i sort of uh gesture with my hand and i flick open the top of my index finger and the little zippo lighter effect happens and i flick the that light at one of the nearby candles and it just causes about fireworks not like blinding i cast pyrotechnics but it doesn't cast like blinding fireworks but like just a little dazzling display
2: oh yeah and i want a number of
0: i want them to be magenta
2: so um a firework or a um a candle a candle nearby sputters out and she kind of looks at you inquisitively huh before it just erupts into kind of that like um firework like you put it in your driveway and it creates a fountain yeah of just like magenta sparks a number of individuals at first it's shock and then like a round of applause and people like look to it and look to you and um lady lavos seems rather smitten actually at this display and she says oh an arcanist are you
0: Yes, and I, I I dabble in uh in machinist pursuits as well. You might know that from just the Stormhall clan in general. That's kind of kind of things that we're interested in.
2: She says, "Yes, I'm I'm eagerly awaiting the new the new airship designs. I knew that um, um your um your family member Sydney." had been working on before she was kidnapped by those criminals i i i hope that um she comes around soon but i am eagerly awaiting these new designs to hopefully expedite my own enterprise i'm i am similarly similarly concerned for her
0: but she's a tough one i i know she'll be okay i know she'll make it out all right it's funny you should mention that, actually. Uh, one of my these machinations I've been talking about is I'm actually on the hunt for an item that is of rare quality. I don't know if you've heard of a shard of the sea.
2: Her eyes... You know, the, to kind of just show emotion, originally just like full circles of magenta... They kind of, like, squint down a little bit into horizontal lines and then spread back out to full circles. This is a very rare artifact. Um, I'm a there rare are breed. Mention... <laughs> Of course you are. Um, She says... I've heard whisperings of such an artifact but far to the north interesting
0: seems i'm in the right place especially tonight i'm sure the start of the sea is dazzling but not quite as dazzling as you
2: Would you care to dance i'd love to baldville's shitting himself because he doesn't know how to dance (laughs) she begins to pull you out out onto the dance floor as we go to Varys.
4: Um yeah, so Varys has just been kind of
5: going the outside of the, the ballroom. Um you know, picking up a a drink here. A moose bush
3: here,
5: making his way around the room. Um keeping an eye out for anyone who is kind of secluded, not in a large group. Oh, so, you know, two or three people. Um, do you notice anyone?
2: Um, you have gone off, just kind of like meandering, very superficial conversation amongst you find yourself in just a side parlor talking to people and out of the corner of the of your eye you see a woman walk into the room full elvish just based on your your perception of her grace and her ears um she's wearing a flowing gown Of black and white. That sort of spirals. Up her form. Meeting. Up at her neckline. Um, She wears. She wears a white veil. Over her face. And the only. Splash of color. That you identify on her. Is. A red rose. Affixed into her hair. Which is sort of. Um, spun around into a bun on the back of her head um, she just in this room of humans and half elves and the occasional rare warforged and dwarves and such Um, she just sticks out and you just notice like other people give her this what is that noise <laughs> what is that noise but you just notice that everyone else seems to just give her this air of reverence and you see her just float on by gracefully people approach her a quick word is given and they dismiss from her Um, but she wanders into this parlor and out of this parlor um, Varys is just gonna watch her
5: for a little bit. Um, you know, seeing who she interacts with. We're trying to figure out cursory information he can, and then um, one walks into the parlor, make his way up to her,
2: and um, pick up a conversation. Um, she holds out her hand, just elves acknowledging elves. She holds out her hand and she says, Your name?
5: Urs Galindel, my lady. Take her hand and gently press my lips to the back of her hand. Give it away.
2: You may call me Lady Venfer. Of the, inn, of the innkeeper's guild.
5: Ah, of the innkeeper's guild? Wow, that's... I spent entirely too much money supporting your cause.
2: Oh, have you? What a flirt.
5: A shameless, shameless flirt I am. Um, where are you from, Lady Venfer?
2: Oh... I've been around over the centuries, but, uh, I do call Dublin my home now when I'm not in London, attending to business.
5: Oh, the thing is how we are some of the only elves here. I ask for a dance.
2: <sighs> she. I'll do my best not to disappoint. She takes your hand rather forcibly and leads you onto the dance floor. And she says, Don't worry. Most men do. And men Willow not, I am no man. Willow. What are you doing?
4: I start
1: off by just kinda sauntering around, pound a drink or two, and I look for where in the um the, the ballroom, it may be most crowded, especially around the dance floor. Just like identifying areas that would be good to eavesdrop with on. And then I'm gonna approach um, a group of maybe 20 something, uh, in their 20s women, uh, see if any of them look single and then just go to one who might've looked at me and just ask for a dance
2: so you especially in that dress have gathered many a wondering eye
4: yeah
2: you kind of float from here and there you're you're approached by many humans some half elves a very intoxicated dwarf obviously takes a shot at you as well but um you eventually you find a small group of Humans and half woman, women just sort of gossiping. Um, They see you approach. They all sort of look you up and down. Um, They're very polite, but in that way that they're mildly intimidated by your presence. But there is one red-haired half-elf, green eyes that sips from her goblet and looks up at you doesn't break eye contact you guys are going to start lezing out hello monomi would you like to dance she was very like cutesy sipping from the wine and she just downs it hands it to a hands it to a server and just reaches out her hand to you Great.
1: I'm just gonna basically floor around the dance floor and then just kind of stay in areas for a second or two. So, seeing if I can overhear anything I might find interesting before moving on. I'm just not even talking to the one, just like looking her dead in the eyes.
2: Yeah, you guys, honestly, three of you guys on the dance floor. Gardevoir sorta it. just scoping out the scoping out the situation. Um we'll open next session, figuring out who amongst you can dance. And you've arrived you can dance at, if you want to. You can dance if you want to. S- scoping out the competition of fellow dancers. Bust
3: a move on them.
1: It took me the least amount of dialogue to get a dance partner
3: like
0: it's it. valid it's I'll very good a nice point to have robot 6 <laughs>